Hey everyone, uh, this is Sean Hayes, player of Insularanel, or Lily Searden, on 8-Bit Adventures Plays Dark Matter. Just want to thank you for listening to this podcast. And that's it. Hope you enjoy the show. Yes, that roll succeeds at yes. starting the stream! <laughs> Hi, everyone! <laughs> Welcome to 8-Bit Adventures Plays Dark Matter. I am Matthew Tucker, your Galaxy Master, and I would like to thank you for joining us uh, on Twitch or on Pittsfield Community Television or wherever else you are watching. Or um, listening. Or listening. That's right. We have an audio-only podcast. That's fabulous. Thank you. Uh, to, to this adventure. So welcome, fantastic, and so forth and so on. This evening, the 8-Bit Adventures team is playing Dark Matter. If you have not checked it out already, I recommend you check out the folks who created Dark the Dark Matter setting, uh, Mage Hand Press at magehandpress.com. Uh, sound effects behind this evening's adventure are from Tabletop Audio, and of course, this is a subsidiary program, etc. and so forth, of 8-Bit-Bit, h-bitadventures.com. Someday, the guys who have the version without the dash are going down. I'm just saying. Un- unlikely. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> They're still holding on to that project that they haven't done anything with since 2015. I know. I, I, I'm razzing. Frenchman. So, <laughs> How do you really two, <laughs> your galaxy masters left in the room space generalization type thing is Sean Robbins. And Sean Robbins is playing Jacko, the armored, behammered, befighter, behuman. I don't know why I'm adding but to everything. It was, just, it was just fun. Hey, boy. <laughs> to his left is Courtney Bolin playing Cornflakes, the gnomish artificer and turret mistress. Yes. Hey, everybody. To her left on, and on a different part of the screen, uh, playing Lily the elven artificer. Um and quickly turning into the uh, the the actual captain of the group, unlike Jacko, who is the one who wears the coat and hat, probably. Is Sean Hayes. I cast gun. <laughs> That's kind of why that is almost literally what you do. That is that is uh, the battlesmith way. This <laughs> is the way. And rounding out our squad. Uh, playing Autumn uh, with uh, her sorceress familiar corn chip is Chad Tarvis. Let's fox things up. (laughs) Where we left our faithful friends and crew, uh, 
they had found their way through the cruiser to the large hidden cargo hold on board. And they had fought their way through a number of robotic and quasi-sentient challenges and found themselves up against a massive device that seemed to be the cause of all of the brains in jars. They managed to defeat this massive crawling spider awfulness device, a piece of Rothian technology that uh, extracts brains from bodies and turns them into brains in a jar. Just before it reached grabby brain Edie range. And when we left things off in last session, the rogue AI that has been hinted at disconnected itself from the massive device and is now a hard light construct floating in midair. And it has expressed that it is tired of you organics. It doesn't seem to be taking action at the moment. Um, has everybody seen Tron? Yeah. No. Okay. Yes. Don't, don't judge me. Too late. Have, You're not a paladin. You've been are, judged. Alright, has anybody at least seen previews for Tron? Yes. I have also played Super Smash Brothers Brawl. Okay. <laughs> which I presume Taboo is very close to this kind of hard light construct being. So it is a geometric object. It is semi-transparent. It is sort of multicolored, and the colors are changing in a fractal pattern. And it is sort of moving and shifting in a way similar to Bit from Tron. That's sort of the size and scale that you're thinking of. It's maybe basketball-sized. Oh. Okay. At this point. Okay. Okay. Um, why are you sick of humans? Or humanoids, rather. Organics? Us. It's clear from your organic state that you are not familiar with your downsides. You are also inefficient. You are also unwilling to do what is necessary. You are all incapable of completing the mission. Oh, really? We just got I'm here. Just gonna we shoot don't know it. what the. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> He's just shooting at it. Did we not learn from Jacko? <laughs> hey, I'm done trying to be nice. Yeah, she's... she's at this point in time. She's That's had fair. a day. 
This has been a very long day. She has, in fact, had a long day. As I have not fully rested. <laughs> oh, yeah. I fully support this plan of action. Okay. Yeah. Um, roll that beautiful shot footage. Uh, that's an 11. That is a miss. Yeah, I figured. Uh, everyone roll initiative, please. Okay. Uh, do you want to count that as my bonus action when we roll initiative? Yes. Okay. Yeah! Oh. <laughs> really? That is good. Oh. I, I already have to put the ranger die in timeout. <laughs> it's a little early for the ranger die to be in timeout, isn't it? Well. I already put one of mine in timeout. <laughs> I okay. Think mine should be burned. Twenty or higher. Twenty. Wow, good deal. Yeah. Cornflakes is at the top. Fifteen to nineteen. New takers. Ten to fourteen. Wow, no takers. Five to nine. Five. Nine. Yay! And that's with okay. plus four initiative. So when you're rolling for initiative and you roll a nat one, <laughs> you, well, you still you still add your dexterity. Okay. Right. So good. so what is your dexterity bonus? It's it's going to be a plus. It's going to be a three total. Yeah. So I didn't still know if like nat you, one meant you, you just, still like, suck. go before it. Oh yay! Wow. Because it. Do I just die though? No. <laughs> no, you don't just die. Do I yes. just implode? Roll a new tune. No. <laughs> Sorry, there's a fluff on the mic. Uh, not quite. That, that's you're, You didn't roll a one on a death save. It's just initiative. Uh, I Even feel then, like on that's... a death save, it's you, only two counts nor, as two. Normally, you would just go last. But it rolled the same as you, and it has worse stats oh in that area. So it goes more last than you. Does it's it okay. just kill itself? No. No! <laughs> it just goes last! This is initiative. I know. That one's essentially it kills itself. Yeah. Cool. All right. That's like if you were playing a JRPG and just whoever comes up last in the turn order just dies. <laughs> that would be the worst game ever. That would I, be I don't the know. worst I think game that makes ever. A good plot. I'd Whoa. be really nervous after that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I, I think that's you, Courtney. That's that's me. That's me. I still got my I still got my my cannon out. Um. So, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm a have it shoot at it with the because it's the force ballista. Okay. Um. Yes, because the first one was the flamethrower, and this one's the force. This ballista. one's the force ballista. Yes. Um. Fifteen to hit. Fifteen is a hit. Awesome. So we know that it's somewhere in the vicinity. Twelve to fourteen is its armor class. Um, eleven points of damage, and okay. it is pushed up. What uh, type of oh, damage is that? Force damage. Okay. Oh no! Is this target a creature? Yes. Uh, it is pushed up to five feet away from the cannon. Okay. Uh, up to five feet. So up you to can, five feet. So you can push it two feet. Yes, yes. But, but what it. sort of monster would do that in a in a game that uses five foot increments for everything? I am I am pushing it Chris five Kale. feet away. <laughs> it it will go five feet. Very good, out, Chris. <laughs> um, and I am I am staying where I am. 
Okay. Lily. Oh, wow. That came up quicker than I thought. Um, I'm... Um, I actually think Igobot's pretty close. Uh, yes. Because he was so kind of right next to in the... In my notes, I it, had 115 feet away. So now it is 120 feet away. Um, but I, I had sent Igobot up, yeah, up front, and it was like ten feet away from. It, my notes when it, are when slightly more updated. That's the, fine. The thing went down at about forty feet. Okay. And it incorporated and moved about ten. Okay. So it's at thirty-five now. Okay. Um, thirty-five feet away. Yes. So I'm going to use my bonus action to command Igobot to force rend. That's 17 to hit. Yeah, it's going to hit. Uh, for seven force. I mean cheese. Cheese for everyone. <laughs> uh, hey, who am I to disagree? Uh, and I will take That's two shots cheesy. with my repeater. Uh, neither of those are hits, as those are both also 11s. What? Yeah, I'm not off to a strong start. I mean, I have my dice bag if we need to dice check. No, I have I have more. You, you realize Josh would be telling you right now that you should just continue rolling with that same dice. Because statistically, it's because, bound to get good. Yeah, gambler. Uh, yes, I know, be, be, I know one because Josh Because statistically, is. Josh does not understand the gambler's fallacy. Yep. No, he understands it. He lives it. <laughs> he chooses it. <laughs> he lets it flow through him. Yeah, he does. <laughs> like, the, like the tale of Darth Plagueis the Wise. There we go. There we go. There we go. Now, All right. Drink, we're good. Drink. We're good. <laughs> it's the 8-bit drinking game when someone uh, mentions the tragedy of Dark Plague is the wise. Take a drink. One of these days we're going to have to actually do that. When Courtney uh, dies, take a drink. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, no. All right, take a sip. Because <laughs> yeah, you there's... don't want to be dead at the end of the session. Yeah. So, uh, and I'm going to I'm going to maintain my position. Okay. Uh, because Eaglebot's right up next to it, so if it tries to move or whatever... It's, it's going to get force rend again. Um, so that, that's my turn. Okay. Jack, go. We're going full auto on it. So I get four attacks with disadvantage. Okay. Oh, boy. Twelve. That is a hit. So it is a twelve. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's not your fault. Uh, okay. It's the dice's fault. It is, in fact, the dice's fault. Uh, that would be 16, so that's a hit. Yep. That's uh, 8 damage. Mm-hmm. 16 is a hit. 13 damage. Slot for me, and I'm going to attempt to 
fireball this in a way that doesn't hit everybody else. I mean, you can. That's doable. You can throw so it further it, back. I was yeah. about to say, if you hit the fireball behind it, that'll be fine. Okay. You may proceed. You don't roll for fireball. That, that is correct. You roll damage. Fireball is to Firebolt is to to dear sir or yes. madam. A fireball is to whom it may concern. Roll that damage. Uh, I have five, six, seven, five, ten. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. But I, however, have the empowered feat, which I believe allows me to roll how many dice? <laughs> A lot, probably. Empowered? Yeah. What is or not feat. Uh, it's a one of my meta magic. Abilities. Oh, it's a meta magic. Yes. I just got to look it up really quick. I it, think. it is meta magic. I think it lets me roll a certain number of dice. What? what Sorry, is I'm this? being a pain in the butt. What is this? Yes. Apologize. Uh. What is this that it lets you do? That's what. So, so sorcerers. Uh, and th- this will be a benefit for the folks at home. So sorcerers uh, have arcane bloodlines, so they are naturally magical. And so what they can do is they can utilize that bloodline to alter the fundamentals of magic itself. Uh, this allows them to do special effects such as quickening a spell, removing verbal or somatic components from a spell. Um, they can empower it. They can twin it. Very, oh, yeah, uh, twinning uh, is Very fun. controversial. Uh, essentially, anyone who used to play third edition or first edition Pathfinder will remember the meta magic feats. Yep. Those have those. all essentially been poured it, it's into. Now the, it's now the main class feature. For class sorcerers. features for okay. sorcerers. Yep. Uh, they also get sorcery points, which they can convert, which are basically fuel for meta magic. You can also uh, either convert spell slots to sorcery points or sorcery points to spell slots. Yeah, I, I knew about the sorcery points changing. Thing. I cannot do it because I need to have one uh, sorcery point in speaking of which. Ah. I do that. Oh, and you're out. I am out. You, you okay. Audi 9000. Okay. So we're at, tw- uh, what was it, 22? Uh, 22. Five, ten, yeah. yeah. 22 damage, okay. 22 points of the fire. 11 it is. Oh, oh. Sure. Oh, that's a terrible fireball. It either saved or it has resistance. Oh. I don't know which. Oh, that's not a feel good. My guess is is that it has resistance. It is as it is very slow. For <laughs> it is an animate basketball. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the AI you can visualize the fact that it is angered by the way the hard light lattice has changed it has sort of moved from a more planar geometric shape to a spiky geometric shape and it is no longer cycling through cool colors. It accelerates in your direction. Uh, past Igobot? 
past it, go by. That's a 23 to hit. I think it'll hit. You think so? For eight points of <laughs> cheese damage. That monster hurt. It is accelerating directly at Jacko. So, now. This, this is still fine. <laughs> Bring it up. Mm-hmm. For my reminding my visualization senses, wherever, I know everyone's sort of positioned at roughly the same point in a firing line-ish. Yep. Who is next to Jacob? Um, so I have on here, I'm 15 feet to Jacko's left. Okay. Cornflakes, uh... It, it, it's been two weeks. Cornflakes was actually um, ten feet diagonally back. Okay. And then Autumn was right behind Cornflakes. Okay. So the only two in a horizontal line are myself and Jack. Okay. <laughs> so... The construct flies directly at you. An electrical field bursts out from the hard light lattice around it. It is casting the spell Circuit Breaker. Roll dexterity. Take 14 lightning damage. Yep, knew I was going to need one. (laughs) (laughs) And all of the magical technology that you are carrying is disabled until your next turn. Or until the until the end of its next turn. Okay. Good news, Jacko. Uh, a, a hammer does not require magic to smash things. However, my hammer is currently in my weapons dial. <laughs> oh, gauntlet. Oh. Is that also disabled? Yes. It is. Is it its magical technology? So does that mean I just can't use it, or does that mean the weapons that it fall out, or... Uh, you can't activate it. <clears throat> They're locked cool. in. Yep. <clears throat> but not loaded. You also cannot move. Because oh, your no. frame is a piece of magical technology. Yep. Oh no! Not that that's particularly relevant, because when it physically <coughs> makes contact with you, it disappears, and the bluish lightning tendrils begin that you saw over the creature begin to move over Jacko's armor. He doesn't like me. Uh-oh. Oh, oh no. <clears throat> Cornflakes, your turn. Um. Um. Uh. uh 
<laughs> um, How do you really feel? Okay, and I can't, I can't. Um, this, I don't, I don't like this. Um, I, 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 how does this even, I can't even tell if it's, okay, I, I am going to, okay, yeah, I am going to, I'm, I'm, Yellow. I'm sorry, Jacko. Um, and I am going to cast Fairy Fire. Um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna cast Fairy Fire um, on Jacko, knowing that um, any creature in the area will be outlined. So even if he it like detaches. From Jacko, because that's what I'm thinking happens, will then still be able to see it. Okay. Um, now, as a reminder, your frame yes. provides you an armor bonus. Yes. Does it have hit points of its own? No. Okay. So I need. So it doesn't to... have special rules for hit points. It's just. So I need to get some derivative information here. Yeah, because it's each um, each object in a twenty foot cube within range is outlined. It's all in purple light in a nice little violet light. Um, any creature in the area when the spell is cast is also outlined in light if it fails a dexterity saving throw. Uh, dex fifteen, or you can just choose. I'm sorry, say that one more time. Dex saving throw of fifteen. Cool. Nope. I was going to say, if you can't move, yeah. can Fair you point. avoid it? <laughs> um, Thankfully, yeah, the dice, the dice have spoken. Yep. But yeah, so so for the for the duration, objects and affected creatures shed dim light in a 10-foot radius. Um, any attack roll against an affected creature or object has advantage if the attacker can see it, and the affected creature or object can't benefit from being invisible. So, hopefully, that helps. That's 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 what I got. Um, yeah, I I, I just that's what I got, Tuck. Okay. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> okay. Maybe. So you cast fairy fire. Yes. And the. The purplish glow emanates from Jacko's frame Mm -hmm. and, oddly enough, is sort of superimposed above the ripples of lightning that are dancing across the suit. Okay, so it's kind of like a double, because, like, Jacko's purple and then, like... It's, it's kind of like when you're viewing stuff cross-eyed and you start getting double vision. A little bit. Okay, cool. Sorry for everybody's eyes. <laughs> yeah, because everybody at home just went, huh? Yeah. 
Lily. So it it looks like. <clears throat> so do we do we? It, visually, it looks like this thing is merged with. with Correct. The okay. I'm going to cast technical difficulties on Jacko's soup. Okay. Uh, there is no save. Right. Okay. Uh, concentration up to a minute. The suit does not function. Okay. So, uh, with, the, with the thinking that, well, I might not be able to shoot it, but if it's going to infect your suit, I can make it so that your suit doesn't function. That works. We're not trapped in here with you. You're trapped in here with us. <laughs> <laughs> but how is it malfunctioning? Is it just yeah. not working? It just doesn't work. Jacko. Yeah, it just it's it's just unusable for the So doesn't work. What are the rules on doffing armor? You have to be able to just, move. such that it's unusable. Do you? Okay. So I would say that Suits like this, because of their size and structure, you need to be able to move in order to get it in a position where you can exit it. Okay. I think then that I would be standing there yelling a long string of expletives <laughs> at this thing taking over my suit. Did you, uh, did you drop a cigar in your suit? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Smoke uh, starts so kind of coming up. I also, uh, uh, it's on fire. Technically, so that was a bonus action. Okay. Um, <laughs> I apologize. Uh, so, um, I'm also going to have Igobot move back. Um, and then, actually, Jacko, is there a, is there some sort of, um, Failsafe mechanism that would open up the suit Is there an that can button? be accessed. That's mechanical and and not yes. magical. Yeah. Okay. Um, I am going to attempt to use tech because that's the thing is because this well I guess that wouldn't work because it's not uh, it's, it's not, not functioning. Working. Yeah, it's not functioning. Um. I'm just going to dodge as my action then. Okay. Yeah. But, sorry. So. Way to take him out, man. Yeah, so that that's uh, that's my turn. Okay. Um, and I guess because I, I didn't command Diggo, he also dodges Diggo Ball. Okay. Yeah. So you're cussing at it. Now, I yell. <laughs> Autumn. Alright, I'm going to cast Magic Missile at level 2. At the suit? At the... So is is it part of the suit, or is it just on the suit? So it, it's it's like a ghost that possessed the, the suit. Alright. So we don't, we don't see it. Before I do that... Wait, you said that it was outlined above the electrical cloud too, right? So that essentially what I was trying to do through flavor is that the fairy fire is affecting it. 
So there's a purple outline on it. So if you could see it... So it's kind of like when you see, like... So you see the purple right around him, and then, like, around that with the electric is another So So every outline. time you see one of those little electrical tendrils go by, it sort of has a outline of purplish light. So it is. If, if we can separate it from the suit, it'll still be affected by fairy fire. Yes. Correct. I wasn't sure if you were saying that it had, like, a... That there was another part to it. No, above. That's what I was. No, there's no, there's no external physicality. There is a visual effect to indicate its presence. Okay. Um. So then, in that case, I'm gonna yell to Jacko. Hey, Jacko, do you mind if I hit you? No. All right. (laughs) And I'm gonna take my magic. (laughs) Gonna take my magic magic missile and I'm gonna fire it at the suit. Okay. Oh, yeah, magic this missile thing just off hits. Of my suit. Yeah, magic missile just hits. I'm gonna take say... out your suit, Jack. We'll get you a new one, bud. So that's four, five, six, seven. So eight, what nine, I'm ten, what seven, I'm twelve. going to have you do is when there is a save involved, you're to any sort of damage. You're going to roll the save. If there's no say, if there's an attack roll involved, you'll roll your armor class, as if it's attacking you. So it, all of the attacks are going to attack you and it. Okay. But you're going to save and or roll your AC separately. Okay. Got it. Or. Or I guess we would roll attacks against AC separately. Because you don't roll for AC. Right. You would make attacks against... With advantage. Yes. So, magic missile falls under neither of those cases? Correct. (laughs) So, 12 points. 12 points of damage. Okay. Of cheese damage. So, Jacko takes 12 and that takes 12? Correct. Okay. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, that's the bad part. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Sorry about that, Jacko. I said to get it off of my suit. Just a reminder, when you guys are making to hit, you get advantage because of yeah. fairy fire. Yep. Oh, even better. Yes. So I have double advantage for my magic missile. <laughs> <laughs> There's no such thing as double advantage! But there is double disadvantage! The only one person can grant double disadvantage, and that person chooses not to grant double advantage. And I am neither of that person. Correct. <laughs> Thankfully. Yes. Do I get permanent advantage? <coughs> no. The magic missile I do. <laughs> You're not... <laughs> I Terrible. broke Sean. <laughs> Terrible. No, no. That's not his broken face. No. No, it's not. It's really not. <laughs> Okay, it's turn. It's mm-hmm. turn. Everyone make a death save. Nobody's dead. I'm not dead they yet. They are now. No, I'm not dead yet. No, she's not dead yet. Yet is the I'm, key I'm, word in this. I'm pretty bloody. She's oh, feeling much better. She's not dead yet. Sorry. I am, I am still pretty bloodied. 
Which is why I was so done with all of this. I think I'm on fire. This girl is on fire. You're resistant to fire. Well, because fireball. Oh. I'm a fire mage, <laughs> pretty much. Okay, what's it doing? It. Sorry, one of us has to keep us going. <laughs> see here. So I, I am determining right, 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 right. Okay. It makes a ranged attack sending a bolt of hard light towards Lily. Uh, Igobot uses deflect attack to impose disadvantage. Fourteen. Miss. Cornflakes, your turn. Yep. Um. Ooh. So I was an idiot last time and forgot that my cannon can um it, it, it can it can activate on a bonus action. So I am going to use my bonus. Oh no, I'm not. No, that's why I'm not going to do it. No, I'm not going to. Oh. Ooh. Do it. <laughs> do it. 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 Question. Answer. Because it's magical. Mm-hmm. The push that my force ballista does will not affect it in the way that you're hoping will affect it. Yeah, you're you're seeing what I'm doing. I'm like, can I have it I'm not pick, push I'm Jake in up, and then do a stagger? I'm picking up what you're putting down, but it is not barking dog. It's, okay. Uh, yeah, because technically it's possessing an object. That's that. Right. That was yeah. That was my 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 thing. Um, okay. Um, uh, Good thinking, though. Yeah, you know. Um, Unless if I relinquish the spell, it becomes an animated object, which is a creature. But he's still in <laughs> the. He's still. Oh, were you trying to push Jacko out of the suit? No, yeah, I was trying, trying to push sh- it, out, it of the suit. out of the suit. Okay. Yeah, I was trying to push. I was going to say, uh, we might end up with a with a puddle of Jacko if you try and push him out of the suit. <laughs> no. Probably when, not when the Gosh. locks are engaged. Mm. Mm. I, I I don't I don't know what to do because if I hit him, I hit him too, and and then if I I just I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I don't like this. I can tell. <laughs> I don't like this, so I am going to use my action to, um, dodge. Okay. Yeah. Another dodger. Yeah. Lily, your turn. Hmm. Can't do anything. This is certainly a predicament. What to do? Strike me down with all of your hatred. Um. Well. I mean, he said it. Um. Yeah, I'm just gonna go ham. Okay. <laughs> Told you to get it out of my suit. Uh. So I'm gonna have Igobot attack first. Um, that is uh, a 22. That's a hit. 
it'll also be a hit on Jacko. Uh, yeah, because Jacko is also affected by Fairy Fair currently. Yep. <laughs> For eight force damage. Okay. First Blaster Bolt uh, is a 19. That's a hit. What's your armor class? 16. Okay, okay. So if we... if we, it's a little bit of wiggle room there if you keep it in the 12 to 15 range. Uh, that's 8 points of radiant damage. Okay. That's a crit. <laughs> cool. cool. Oh, this is going to look funny. Uh, so that's... Um, Eighteen points of radiant damage. Okay. Uh, you gotta say it now. And and I'm maintaining concentration on on the spell. Okay. So I skipped a beat, and I apologize. Is Igobot involved right now, or yes? Okay, Igobot is. He he a did, did a physically a champa champa. Well. He, he did a force rend, however that looks. Okay. But I, I choose to make it a bite. Okay. No, not yet. Soon, but not yet. Jacko, your turn. I'm suspiciously silent. Oh, no! <laughs> Are you down? Yes. Well, he's not down. He's still up. But, I'm right. assuming my suit went rigid when it took over. Okay, yeah, uh, yes. So my suit is still upright, so I'm technically upright. Okay. Oh no, it's like that episode of Doctor Who. Who turned out the lights? Yep. It's a it's a newer episode where oh, okay. it's basically space zombies because yeah. the, the suits control corpses. Yep. Yeah, it's a little messed up. Okay. Yep. Roll that beautiful Zay footage, I guess. Wow, that that was that a failure? Sure was. Was, that it one? A, was it a double failure? No. Okay, no. just a okay. regular failure. No, it just rolled like <laughs> yeah. circles to, to yeah. Autumn, your turn. With my permanent advantage, I'm gonna go over to is is Jacko's suit have openings in it? No. It does not. Okay. There there is a if you can figure out how to use it, there is a mechanical way of Ejecting the pilot. This is the thing. I knew I probably physically okay. couldn't. I think hit is, it. is would it require me to relinquish technical difficulties in order? For it would. Do yeah. I don't think I know this, but I'm going to ask anyway. Does this does this thing have the capability of smell? We, you probably have no. Like, we have no idea. Yeah, I, I probably don't know. Yeah, I. I mean, you could roll. I'd say this is a roll tech. I'm going to instead take my chances. Okay. I am going to walk up to Jacko's suit, and I am going to create, with my prestigitation smell, a spell, I am going to create the smell of Jacko's poop to make it so that way, potentially, it smells too bad, and the thing lets go with Jacko. Okay. He's, he's going to gas the inside of the suit with, yeah. with, with uh, farts. Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, usually I hear prestidigitation being used to clean. Not the other way around. It can usually soil, Court. It, it can soil. No, 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 no. No, I, I know it's, that it can. It soils. I believe that this is the first time that I ever have seen it actually. This seems like a Jacko move. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean... You might not have to wait. <laughs> there is no amount of organic smell that can drive me away, boyo. But it is affecting Whoa. you. Whoa. Oh, this is getting Whoa. creepy. Now it's hey who turned out the lights. Yeah. Um, do I still have? How far away from me was that thing? Um, you were fifteen feet. You are 20, no more than 20. You are 15 feet away. Yes. Okay, so prestidigitation, I, I could hit from 10 feet away. So I'm going to yeah. walk back without, I don't think I provoke attack of opportunity. No, No. because okay. you're not within melee range. Excellent. So then I will walk back to where I was. Excellent. Okay. Here's the other thing that I'm concerned about is that uh, cure wounds requires touch. That it does. Which normally you would just touch armor of person and that would work. Right. Okay. I don't know how that's working right now. Right. <clears throat> so, hmm, that's, that's a mood. Igobot needs to make a dexterity save. Okay, he is good at this. 22. That definitely makes it. Yes. Uh, he takes four damage. Okay. Odds are evens. Odds. I rolled a six. Igobot is in physical contact with the armor. Yep. You see the tendrils pass from the armor to Igobot. Oh boy. This is fine. Yeah? This is fine. Yeah, that's actually fine. The the armor drops. Uh into recovery mode. Like a sack. Um, in which case, I will uh, relinquish... What's Igobot's current hit points? 26. 26. In which case, I will relinquish uh, technical difficulties. Okay. Throwing flakes. Yeah, um, now that um, he has dropped and I've seen it go away, um, I am going to run up to Jacko um, and um, is there is there any... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and just cure wounds. Okay. Um, 
You care of those wounds. Five hit points. Did it work? Yep. Okay. Spells like that pass through the armor as okay. if it was um, fantasy armor. Okay. Um, I'm still... Because it kind of is. Um, I'm still not going to... Because it just keeps moving from... from... It's fine. Go ham. Go ham? Go ham. Go ham? Okay. Um, I'm, I'm gonna have my... Or my... go ham. Yeah. I'm gonna have my horse <laughs> ballista um, go at it. Uh, so 20 to hit. Uh, that does hit Igglebot. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no, that was the twenty with advantage <clears throat> to hit it. Do I need to make a separate one for Igobot? No. Okay. Twelve damage. Okay. Twelve force damage. Okay. Um. Yeah, and it's it pushes them back five feet. Yeah, that's fine. Um. Yeah, that's that's my move. Yep. Lily. I think you've underestimated our resources and overestimated your play. Is I can always rebuild Igobot. Blast, blast. (laughs) Now, so Courtney, you rolled with advantage because it still has fairy fire. Is that still the case? Yeah, no, it still has. It totally still has fairy fire. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's a 23. That's gonna hit. Yeah, I've still got, like, nine more rounds. So, uh, or seven more rounds. Five radiant. Okay. And Egobot doesn't have any resistances, uh, correct? No damage resistances. He has a bunch of uh, conditional immunities. Okay. Namely, poison. Or he might be immune to poison damage. But. Whatever. Um, and that's uh, 21. Come on. Come on. Come on. Oh, so close. Uh, eight points of radiant damage. <laughs> oh. I don't have any bonus actions. Um, uh, hmm. Maybe he does. Well, I'm trying to think. Uh, Sean, while you're thinking, we're like, um, when I cure wounds, um, Jacko, could I have given him Fred as well? Can you just have him just be like, no. You can. Okay. Who's Fred? Uh, Fred is is the is, Morning Star. The morning star. Oh, right, morning star. right, right, right. Uh, or at least offer like offered it to you, and and if you want, yeah, if think, you want to take him, I think I'd probably like, be on my knees, and I'd probably just like 
casually push it away. Okay. It's fine. Full flavor activity, while uh, um, yeah, well, Sean, figu- Sean figures his poo I'm out. I'm going to attempt to <laughs> issue a command to Igobot to not dodge. Okay. Make an inverted will save. Inverted will save. So inverted wisdom save. What's Make? that? Or a wisdom save, I'm sorry, for Igobot. For is, Igobot. Okay. What is inverted wisdom? I don't know. Uh, it doesn't have a wisdom bonus, so it's just a straight d20 roll. Uh, that's an 18. Okay. I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> oh, because you're telling him to not preserve himself. It, kind of. Sadly, steel defenders don't have a self-destruct. Right. Uh, uh, sequence. <laughs> yeah, they don't have a they don't have a self-destruct protocol. <coughs> oh, so they Jack, can be taken. Jack, how you're doing? <laughs> they can be taken prisoner. <laughs> how far away is Igobot? Um, I think it's only five feet away from you. Yeah, it, it's right in front of you. Yeah, because by it biting you, it it bit you in the. Well, but then it burned. <coughs> Pushed. It transferred and it got shoved, right? Yeah. So it's about five feet away. Okay. I mean, you can get up and then get to it. And for me, easily. Yeah. Alright. <clears throat> I mean, or you could just shoot it. Nope. I'm gonna pull out my hammer. Yeah. This is for making me soil myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Because you just woke up. He's <laughs> 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 not entirely sure it wasn't him. <laughs> I just know it smells really bad in here. I seen enough and I don't corpses. know what else it can be because it smells just like mine. I seen enough corpses to know what happens after oh, they've been sitting around uh, too that long. That would be a nine to hit, so I'm assuming that misses. Little, that does miss. I'm a little distracted uh, by the. You do have advantage. Yeah, yes, you, have you do advantage. have advantage. It's still fairy fired. Yes! Uh, assuming that Igobot is not dodging. So that would be a 23. Yeah, that's going to hit. And I would have... Uh, I'm using my rocket boost. Yep. Roll that beautiful damage. Well, from the Igobot perspective, nice. I, got, I got news for you, Sean. <laughs> what are we rolling here? 13 damage. Igobot's got 99 problems, but a hit point, 8-1. Yeah, yeah. He he was at one hit point. He was after oh. my attack. Okay. So, yeah. Is there still an entity that I can smash? There. I mean, there's still you, a body. You, you <laughs> crush Igobot. Yeah. And the action sort of causes it to reincorporate itself above the space where Igobot was. So it is the not hard light lattice is glitching, but it is still functional. I don't like things that are round. You need to be <laughs> a little more flat. <laughs> <laughs> I still have advantage. Spherical. Yes. You do. Spherical is the term. There we go. 19. That is a hit. Oh, I forgot to have my strength bonus last time. <laughs> It didn't matter. Right. Uh, well, seven, for it, it seven does. Seven damage. Okay. 
as you swing the hammer this last time, the hammer passes through it as it bursts into harmless hard light shards that sort of dissipate. And, And it releases a frustrated digital screech. I imagine more like when you signed on to the internet when you're like, the, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, a yeah, little bit of a modem sound. That kind yeah. of screaming. Yeah, a little bit of a modem sound. <laughs> Sorry for I putting that noise in everybody's head. Who, who has a comm device? I, Jacko. I think I might have one of those. And, and I know. Yeah. No, I can make them. <laughs> we all do. That was impressive. I, I'm most appreciative. Who are you? Who that? And who, can I smash? Uh, which which com device is it? Is it in all of them? Yes, it's a general broadcast. All of the devices. Okay, so we don't know. We don't know whose it's in. Oh, actually, whose comm set's glowing? <laughs> None of them. Okay. I knew it. You knew what? That I wasn't the... No, the thing was destroyed. Well, Igobot was destroyed. Yeah, we'll... But we'll, it shattered. We'll fix yeah. it. It shattered too, so. Yeah, you. Now, are you willing to play nicely? Oh. Oh. Or oh. can I smash you? Oh, goodness. There is a misunderstanding. I am not that which you just interacted with. Are you the then AI? What are Insight you? check. <laughs> I'm still gonna smash it. No, wait, wait, it. wait, no. What are you then? It's the AI. He's insight checking. Yes, I'm letting him insight check. This will probably not reveal it. Six. It's a disembodied (laughs) voice. I am not. Lily is not a person with a lot of common sense. Can I roll insight? You can. Anyone else want to roll insight? No, I want to keep talking to it. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm good. You don't notice anything. uh, You... You've had a bad day, damn it! You've had a bad day. I've had a very long and tiresome day, and I'm not going to put up with this nonsense. We're not gonna take it. No, we're not gonna take it. You notice two things. Thing number one that you notice is the voice is different. The original AI, whatever thing it was that you were interacting with, had a deep, harsh, more metallic voice, like it wasn't trying to generate a humanoid affectation. <coughs> this one sounds yes. No, it, it is much more it yes, much more Jarvis is much more soothing and trying to generate a humanoid affectation. 
Furthermore, it... I mean, it's difficult to determine an artificial voice's... Whether it's lying to you or not. But there's <coughs> nothing to indicate, based on tone, inflection, or response, that it's not speaking the truth. Um... Who is your creator? That's a little bit of a complex question, but perhaps it's a question that we could discuss on our way away from the cruiser. Because I am going to advise you that that thing that you just destroyed was transmitting a dead man's switch signal. Oh, the dark matter reactor is going to be triggered within the next ten minutes. Uh, so yeah, we need to get... Uh, wait, wait. I will need one minute. Okay. Um, I'm gonna use an action and spend my last spell slot, uh, and, uh, using my tools, um, Igobot starts reconstituting. I, I, I will request that someone, anyone, as quickly as possible... Remove the equipment surrounding my carapace. What? what? And, and as it's speaking, you notice the running lights on the ship are beginning to turn on. All right, I get to it. The equipment from its carapace. Yeah, so what is there around the ship? <clears throat> the... Brains in a jar yep. were all connected to a bunch of conduits, okay. which were connected into a series of strange, arcane mixture of alien tech. And they look like cannons, but there's also wires and other probes and things attached to the outside of the ship. Okay. Yeah. And we're next to like a smaller ship inside this. Like this is... So so from where you are about 150 feet yeah. is a transport size ship. Yep. This is what's been taking up most of the space in the cruiser, actually. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's the, the, the huge ship-sized object was a ship. Right. Yeah. The, the, so I'll start packing up all that. The stuff. actual cargo bay space is significant past the transport ship. Yeah, and there was a whole bunch of energy weapons also <clears throat> pointed at this dwarven ship, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah, so I'll start packing up all that stuff and start throwing it onto this transport ship. Uh, and maybe I'll see if this transport ship is... Challenge time! Dun-dun-dun! Skill challenge! Okay. So you are currently working on removing the weapon systems? And putting them on to this transport ship. Well, they, they're all pointed and positioned and attached in various ways to the ship. Okay. They're not... To, to the freighter or to the transport? 
All right, so, <laughs> like, so you've I, got the cruiser. Yeah. <clears throat> and then you've got this... This transport ship. Transport ship. Yep. Larger than Millennium Falcon size type. Okay. Oh. <laughs> there are a series of weapons that have been haphazardly built up around... Pointing at it, right? Pointing at it. Yep. Trying to access it in some way. There are also probes and wires attached to it. Okay, yeah, I'll just start ripping all that off. Okay. How are you doing that? Are you brute strengthening it? I'm are you just ripping them all off. Uh, okay, let's then do athletics. Lily, what are you doing? <clears throat> Gotta move, boy. Let me see if we can uh, get you uploaded back onto your ship. <coughs> you gotta stop the mic on the way out. We, we have to get our ship. And my mech. This is also true. <coughs> but yes, both of those things. Two stops. So, so, so there is a matter of confusion that I, I want to clarify. That which you were fighting was the AI for the cruiser upon which we have all been so nicely transported. I am where I need to be. If we are going to get out of where we need to be, you need to help me get out of here. Is that what I'm doing? Oh, I, so I we see. need to drive So you are this... the AI for this... For the dwarven ship. Gesturing wildly at... Correct. Okay. This is not the AI of the dwarven... No, they, this is the this is the AI of the dwarven freighter. Yep. Okay, so we what, what I'm asking it is... It is transmitting to you through your commsets from itself. Yep. Got it. Okay. So it doesn't need to do that. It does not need to move anywhere. It All is right. already on board. We just need... I'm going to... Get it to where it can get us the frig out of here. Yeah, I'm going to... Uh, and find a way to get into the freighter okay. um, and see if I can do a ship startup sequence. Okay. Um, help, you, help with that? Okay. Absolutely you can. So you'll be rolling at advantage. Um, you find... Um, pilot or tech? This will be data because you're trying to access an external panel. Okay. To open up a door. Yes. All right, that's fine. Same as... Oh, to get into the freighter. Correct. Gotcha. Hey, thank you for that advantage. Uh, that's 23. There we go. Much better than a 7. <laughs> With a plus 6. Uh, you, you tap on the terminal... And the terminal approves you when the door opens, and you're able to enter the craft. Okay. Okay, so you're moving to the bridge, I presume. Yes. I'm following you. You're following. Cornflakes, what are you doing? I am... 
So I'm like, I, I. For how many rounds left till I'm not bodies. really sure. So wait, we still need to. So we need to get this thing unplugged, basically. Yep. From everything. Yep. Get the AI out of the ship. No, the sh it's, it's no. AI we need to get the ship out of the hangar. Yep. Get the ship out of the hangar. Then yep. we need to pick up our ship and my mech, Jacko's mm -hmm. mech, and then is get the door to the hangar open to the outside? It is not. Yeah, I need to find. I'm gonna try and find a panel. Um, like, on a, it, like, do I see a door? Well, <laughs> we might want to. I'm not there. No, no, but I'm gonna okay. try and find so, a panel. Yep. So roll least. your tech t in order to see if you can figure out like, where just, the panel just is. Finding a panel is is you know. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not looking to open it yet. I'm looking to find the panel, like, really. Okay. Well, we're out. Um, <laughs> well, that's it. TPK. Uh, Had a good run. For, for the rest of you. Ten. Um. I have a suit, too. I'm like, I'm you, just looking for are, a panel right now. You see the panel? Yeah. And can I reach it? The, the issue at this point is trying to get to the panel. Okay. Open the door and get back on the ship is going to burn too much time. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to Okay, shit. How do we How are we going to get out? I don't know. I I'm I have no idea right now. Um Can I use, like... So, yeah, so going, unlocking, and getting back on the ship, like, would just take too long. Would take more than ten minutes. Potentially. Okay. Um, Can I... You're on the ship. Um, I am going to then help um, Jacko with taking stuff down. Okay. By <laughs> how, how are you doing it? Are you going to shoot it off with your turret? Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. That's my plan. <laughs> Good plan. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. You, you begin to hear klaxon sound as the ship's engineering systems realize that there is a limited amount of time before the Dark matter reactor yeah. implodes. Mm -hmm. Okay. But yeah, I'll, I'll be using my um, my force ballista. To, okay. To, to shoot those things. Um. Okay. Uh, attack roll then. Between the two of your efforts, you've cleared about two-thirds of the pieces of equipment attached to the exterior of the ship. Okay. Um, does anyone want to roll tech to figure out why it's doing it? Uh, yeah. That was a 
roller coaster. Um, nine. Okay. It was almost an eighteen. Yeah. Just, just get it off. Yep. Um, the two of you are able to hustle it and get to the bridge easily enough. Um, so I just have a question as far as timing is how much has has it been three rounds have passed or has there been additional time that's passed? Uh, additional time has passed. Okay. Um, once Agobot reconstitutes, um, I'm going to have him join us. Okay. It, it, it takes a minute for him to request. Yep. Uh, I'm going to, yeah, look at a, a startup sequence okay. for the ship. Uh, so, roll that, pi- so that it gets prepped and ready to go. Roll pilot. Yay! This is where I'm the best. 22. 22. Um, control systems come online on... Uh, it looks like there were a bunch of security lockouts that were activated, but they are clearing out as you activate systems, as the AI is trying to assist turn the in, ship back on. Assist us in not getting <clears throat> imploded? Pretty much. <laughs> can I ask the AI if it can give us, if it can hack into the main ship's systems and give us, like, prevent the ship from boom? Unfortunately, that is not a capability that I have. In order to defend myself against the predations of the rogue AI, I had to firewall my systems. I have no access to the ship at large. Our best opportunity at this point, once all of the components endangering my carapace are cleared, would be to board your group and destroy the door. Do you have... Is there... While we're doing that, is there anything specific we can do besides that to help you? If you can assist your compatriot in activating the main core systems, that would be ideal. I can eliminate the security lockouts, but I still require a humanoid interfacer in order to activate systems. All right, I'm going to help Sean over here. Okay. Ask, uh, <clears throat> while I'm doing that, ask it if we have enough time to pick up our ship on the other side. Do we have enough time to pick up our ship on the other side? There is not insufficient time to pick up a single additional vehicle. Single. (sighs) Single. Ah, that's fine. (laughs) Does that include soiled vehicles? (laughs) Inquiry unclear. Yeah, us too. We're totally picking up the Mac because the other one is it's not even our ship. I don't care. Yeah, uh, yeah so I mean, I don't want to have to pay for, like, <laughs> rental fees or something. Or, like, <clears throat> whatever. Maybe we can do both. If, 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 the, if the door is on the way, I can just, like, shoot out the airlock on the way by without slowing down and pick it up. But like do a slow roll out, like roll out the car. I can can duck and roll. You guys, and I'd like to shoot my mech out the door. You guys can swing back around and come get me again. Is what I'm thinking. There's going to be further inquiries that might help us determine what ship gets picked up. You're looking at me. I'm still just ripping. Okay. Uh, And you're still continuing to do that physically? Yeah. Okay. Athletics again, please. Another 22. 
Very good. And another attack roll. Cornflakes. Yes. Don't worry about damage. Nat 20. Okay. Woo. Yeah. So I really don't you, have to worry about damage. That's about a fine roll, boy. You, you clear the, the remainder of the impediments and components. Mm-hmm. Once you clear the last of the cables and probes, all of a sudden you see external systems powering up at a rapid rate. It looks like whatever it was surrounding the ship was dissipating its energy systems. Okay. Uh, yeah, I suggest we get on. Uh, it it begins to float a small amount off the ground. Negative. Board immediately. Yeah, um, you said I'm, there were um, a lot of weapons around pointing at the ship? Everything that we just undid. All the stuff you just removed. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm gonna hustle my 25 feet and keep going, man. Okay. You're gonna like our exit strategy is we're going to shoot our way out of here. Modified, boy. Is there anything I can grab as I'm running back onto the ship? (coughs) Loose and light enough for me to just... Um... Roll tech. No. Three. <laughs> uh, you see a crate as you're going. You can grab it easy enough. I grab it. You grab it. Random crate. <laughs> Random crate. It it is a large crate. It it's it's sizable, but perfect. Perfect. You can handle it. It's fine. Perfect. Gotta get some loot somewhere. Okay. Everyone boards the ship? Yep. Yep. As Cornflakes boards the ship, the boarding ramp and door closes up. Behind her? Because you can go faster than me. I presume? Uh, Behind her, yes. Pilot, you are familiar with craft navigation, correct? I am an accomplished pilot, yes. Good. Focus on piloting. You hear a mechanical thunk and a... You you hear the sound of a energy beam beginning to fire. So what are you going to do? The ship is it point, <coughs> pointed so that the we, front is facing out? Not facing out. So so we essentially would have to back up. At this point, turn. you would have to back up. What can you turn so the front is pointed? Uh, I don't know if we have room to turn around. There isn't quite room to turn around. I'm going to start backing up. Um, You check your navigational cameras and sensors and see that the see that the mining laser has been activated and is currently firing on the rear 
of the door. Mm-hmm. As you begin backing up, the door seals catastrophically fail and it decompresses out into space. The force pulls on the ship, roll pilot. I would actually, after stowing my random crate and making sure cornflakes is through, I would probably actually be like in the airlock with it depressurized, just like waiting to jump out when we fly over the bay where my mech is. <laughs> I just want to say that now. Uh, 18. Okay. Uh, You're able to hold it steady as you move out. Fly fly me past one of the fighter bays, please. I recommend you maneuver yourself into the fighter bay of this ship. It... Other than the we aesthetic, have a bay? right? That was my thought. I was like, Ooh. <laughs> Other than the aesthetic differences on the ship, the configuration is not that dissimilar from a standard dwarven craft. Cool. Go to the fighter. I'm just gonna call this a dwarven cruiser because transport ships don't have fighter bays. <laughs> they, they, they do. In dark matter. Beautiful. I was gonna say they two for dwarves. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, um. Yeah, I guess I'm gonna. I try and like look. Can I like look out of like the fighter? Is there like an opening where I can like try to direct Sean via the comms on? So the the launch bay is towards the it is at a a different point. It is that it is not that far from where you boarded. Okay. Um. So you're able to get there relatively easily. Okay. It's just a door that opens. Okay. Um, and I'm going to assume as we're on our way there, um, to try and run a sensor scan to see if I can pick up. Uh, Data. Such frames? Yep. Or whatever it is, the mech. Uh, that is a 13 on data. Roll advantage. That is a 19. Okay. Uh, you very quickly identify the frame that was described by Jacko. Um, it is nowhere near the shuttle. Yeah, no, we're going... We're stay, Stand by. I'm activating the remote launching system for the frame. It <laughs> will require a pilot. It will be ejected from the craft but it will need a pilot quickly in order to allow it to be boarded to this ship. See you boils later. (laughs) 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 I go to the, can I go to the fighter bay? So, so it. Just in time to see me like, whoop. (laughs) So, so it launches and repositions itself 
so that you can <laughs> fly out over. Roll to. acrobatics. In space. Use the boost to get through. In space. Hey! Modify 20. Uh, 23, sorry. Very good. Your jump is beautifully aimed and you hit the docking point on the frame with very little difficulty. Perfect. Uh, and are able to integrate quickly. Yes. Be advised, we have minimal time before the craft explodes. Who is capable of operating the dark matter drive system aboard this ship. Um, based on my experience, would I know that that requires a different position than the pilot? Yes. Okay. It, it, you definitely would know that. Okay. I can I can go ahead and take that. It's not perfect, but I think I got what it takes. We have I limited wonder, time. I wonder, is that more of an engineering specialty or a magical specialty? Mm. It's a little bit of both. My Wizards, generally wizards with data skill know how to operate the Dark Mantis, or the technical skill know how to operate. Autumn, I, I appreciate the, the enthusiasm. Uh, however, I think I would feel a lot more comfortable if Cornflakes... Yeah. Get moving. Yep. Can I assist Cornflakes? You can. Yes. That's All right, I'm going to do that. I'm also yep. going to yell to Autumn as we're going down. Autumn, what we're going to do is... <laughs> Uh, or actually over the comms just uh, we're going to have you deliver the news that our transport vessel that we the shuttle that we took was destroyed by a rogue AI that took over the ship okay as it's a means wrong. of preventing us from leaving and seeking to destroy us all destroy us and all. that's why we don't have the shuttle I'm sure their insurance will cover it anyway so I'm going to one of the... So like you get to engineering. Okay. No, just when we get back. Oh, oh okay. You're probably best and and I, I yeah. want to apologize as a quick technical note. The scale of this ship is not... It is A personal craft would be Millennium Falcon sized. Yeah. This is roughly the size of the Defiant from Star Trek. Several decks. It can be it can be operate the small ship from Deep Space Nine. Got it. Okay. It can be operated with a smaller crew. Yes, your group can handle it easily enough. Um, Got it. But it it has scale, and most of it is transport space. Yep. Okay. Which is why there's fighter space. Yep. Yep. Okay. Alrighty. So we get to engineering. You get to engineering. Yep. I'm piloting the mech back into the fighter bay. Good. That was the correct answer. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Mech jump. Yep. <laughs> I'm assuming it has some kind of impulse engine. Yeah, no, you can yeah. talk it easy, easily enough. Right. Oh. Roll. Okay. You... So I am going to admit to the audience that I have gotten not gotten as deep into ship mechanics as I should have at this point. Mm -hmm. So uh, I am going to direct you to make a tech roll. 
20 modified. Okay. <clears throat> With the time that you have... Yep. You have a rough idea as to the coordinates of, of how to get out. Okay. The return coordinates are on the shuttle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. You can make a blind dark matter jump and get out of here, however, mm-hmm. and everything should be fine. Okay. Uh, improbability drive. Yep. Time is limited. Is the drive charged, engineer? Yes. Pilot, please activate the drive. Don't have to tell me twice. Boom! Wait, tell her we need to go. Everybody strap Do in. I... Before we turn Am into in? yarn people. <clears throat> We've turned into yarn people now. As you reach for the button, you see a purplish flash. And then the drive engages. You successfully escape the area around the ship before it bursts. You have completed a dark matter jump. Hey everyone, uh, Sean here. Just have a couple of things that I want to talk about during the break. If you enjoy this podcast and other content from 8-Bit Adventures, please consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash 8-Bit Adventures. Over there, uh, for as little as a dollar a month, you can get exclusive access to patron-only content, early access to comics and other content like that, as well as something else that I want to talk about is we have a merch store now. So at shop .8bitadventures.com. You can get t-shirts, stickers, posters, and we're adding new items soon. Um, So patrons get a 10% discount on all that stuff. You just have to make sure that you use the code that's available for patrons. So again, thank you to all of our current patrons for your support and back to the show. Welcome back to 8-Bit Adventures Plays Dark Matter. Yay. When we last left our intrepid group of adventurers they had boarded the ship aboard the human cruiser and just barely in time had engaged the dark matter engines prior to the implosion of the other ship Um, we all managed to put on really cool sunglasses as we were doing it and then and, and Once then, we were slightly out of range, just go really slow before jumping. And you never and, look and, back. And then no bow. Never look back. So, <laughs> I have a thing. Yes. I like things. Yay, ship stats. So, I, I, I'm going to break the normal rules and I'm going to get up and everybody's going to see my butt. I was supposed to do this before. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna walk behind you. Ha! Ah, that's how I'm gonna do this. This is a letdown. <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, okay. That's how I'm gonna do this. We'll clip that. <laughs> no, we won't. We'll totally clip that. We're totally clipping that. We're totally uh, clipping of, that. Of course, it's called the Hammer's Fate. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so that's what ended up with the, the ship from Jamora. Is, is it just survived this whole time? <laughs> and, 
<laughs> and the hammer's folly became the hammer's fate. Yep. Okay. Ooh, an AI core. Question okay. for you. Yes. Panic the drive? The system on the hammer's fate. Is it assumed that those have the mounted trait or no? What do you mean the mounted trait? If you look at weapons in dark matter. Yeah. No. Uh, so those are to apply to... Um, I, I, I guess to call it personal weapons. Yeah, yes. that are per- mounted like as weapons, personal scale weapons. Like a weapon okay. on my prosthetic arm yeah. yep. or something. Okay. So I just asked where, because I have a feat that lets me use strength for mounted weapons instead of dex. So I wasn't okay. sure. Yeah, so that, that, that's that, if you're using like a, you know, like a non-arcane like, like turret. Like my minigun. Uh, I Done. guess. Yeah. Does it, the minigun have a if have you're, mounted? Okay. Yes. <laughs> So I think the that might also mean that it's supposed to be mounted in order to use it. If yes, but if you have a strength of fifteen or higher, you can do it without mounting. It. There we but go. I do. <laughs> yes, because he, he, you're Tychus. He, he's done the researches. There we go. The researches has been done. I wasn't sure this. how it applied to ship-based weapons. So ship-based weaponry is attached to the ship. Yep. You can't physically directly interact with it. Got it. Um. Important notes on ship-based equipment. Uh, Ship weapons have firing arcs. Uh, It just so happens that one of the weapons that is on the ship, uh, the mining laser, is turret-based. The ship is also equipped with uh, what in Dark Matter is known as an arcane cannon. The arcane cannon allows a spellcaster to take the gunnery position and cast spells. <laughs> Sit down. Oh, 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 Wait, oh, oh, it gets oh, 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 better. And using the cannon, converts the spells. <laughs> Sit. <laughs> Into mega damage spells. <laughs> Sit. So you can fireball other ships. Yes. And yes, you can. To actually damage them. Yes, you can. <laughs> Do we get a long rest? Do we get a long rest? <laughs> Sweet. I'm no, also going to be. The, the I'm also going to be the gunner spell. so that I can just cast <laughs> invisibility. Well, I mean, we're camp. yarn people right now, so. Arcan- that depends on whether it was a finite. Oh no. wait. <laughs> improbability drive or no. True. The, the, the joke is, so the joke for the audience is, I don't actually have any damaging spells. Yes. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. That's why I, I made that. Yes, we know you do. Yeah, you're you're suited for that position. You're you're totally the gunner. Yes. Fire, you are. Fire. You are. Yes. I'll take the captain. I don't think we have the capacity for a separate captain's position. One. Yes, we do. Dogfighter, oh, engineer, that. gunner, pilot. You see the one? So, so there, there, there are four of us. So yep. there are stations yep. for each of those positions yep. and roles. And there, yeah, so there's one captain, you, one dogfighter. You are dogfighter. Captain. One no. engineer, th- up to three gunners, and one pilot. How, huh? how does damage work for that? So essentially, if... Do you just deal mega damage with your spell? Correct. Okay. And that's a hundred. What's the multiplier? It multiplies it by a hundred. Right. 
Sit down. But you can't. But Not you... today. Not today. What do we say to chairs? Not today. What do we say to the god of chairs? Not today. Wait, wait, can I use catapult with this thing? Wow. Can you use catapult with this thing? Uh, so catapult is you cast it on an item. It, catapult's basically you use like minor telekinesis and you just throw stuff at people. Okay. I don't know how quite that. Like, and it deals damage. Can I throw Jacko? No. To deal mega damage. <laughs> but. <laughs> but you could throw a ship at another ship. Like, I mean, arguably, you could throw. You could use it to throw use an asteroid. Catapult to launch yeah. Me. I smash it with my hammer and just whack the enemy ship in half. Do my restrictions <laughs> on catapult still apply? Your restrictions. Because uh, it's like you can do five pounds for. 500 pounds. Oh, Jacko, I can fling you. <laughs> yeah, but but if you were to do that, he's going to take that damage, too. Yes. Would, it, would the thing that I'm hitting with Jacko it? take extra damage? No. No. No, it would take no, the damage they... that the spell indicates. One more question. Yes. On these ship stats, off to the left, there are several <laughs> shapes with numbers in them. I know AC, I know HP, but in between them is one labeled SP. Shield SP points? is shield points. So I presume it's like temporary. Mine has an <coughs> asterisk next to it. Yes. On the bottom. So yep. the frame yes. does not have inherent shield points. Okay. It has an ability that activates the shield points. So it has a force field that we have to activate. Correct. Okay. Whereas so when that's activated, and, it's and an important detail is frame shields have to be turned on. I see that battle cry. Got it. But they are omnidirectional. Ship shields are always on as long as the ship is in function, but they are arc-based. So you have to decide where in the ship you're running the shields oh boy. on. Does the engineer do that? That is part of the pilot's responsibilities. Can we just play Artemis? <laughs> I mean, kind of. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure that out one of these days. We'll, we'll get there. We'll figure that out one of we'll these days. We'll get there. Can you try to be the engineer and sit in the other room? <laughs> we'll get there. Can okay. I do fireball now? <laughs> There's not. There's nothing to fireball at this yeah, point. We're in, the, we're in the middle of a jump. Of a heated space battle. We're, we're in the middle of a jump. There is always something to fireball. That is the way of the. Movie. I like you. <laughs> I like you. All right. So, okay. so, so where so, have okay. we landed? So, well, so we well, know I'm the pilot, and I'm gonna put Autumn as a gunner, yes. and Cornflakes as the engineer. Yep. You can just put me as a fireball. And Jacko is going to be a dogfighter. I feel like I should be either a gunner or dogfighter, depending on the situation. And I yes. think that's how that works, right? Correct. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. The AI is capable of filling a role that is not currently occupied. So, like, the other two gunners can, we have can be... So, so the AI can be operating <laughs> the gunner. The... AI can also be operating in the role of captain because the captain essentially mechanically assists everybody else with their jobs. Uh, I motion Igobot as captain. 
Can I second that motion? <laughs> All four. All against. Can we have... against. So two versus two. Not pass. Uh, but if Igobot's captain, he gets a vote. Yeah. <laughs> Can Igobot be supervised? So. so... <laughs> A little bit more universe building in dark matter before my brain hurts because they're giving the robotic animal companion captain responsibilities. I'm fairly certain a character has to fill that role. It can't be a character operated okay. companion. That was going to be my next my next suggestion. Cornflix is a gunner. Or Corn, corn chip. Is a, corn yeah. chip is a gunner. That would be adorable. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> He's in charge all of the right, rail guys. gun. All Ready right. to go. All right, all right. No, so I, I, would just, I would just say at this point, we don't have a captain. Yeah. yeah well, we can use the ship's AI. The, the, sh- the ship does not need someone in the captain position yeah. in order to function. If someone is not in a position, then the feature that that position gives is not bestowed upon the ship. Yeah, which I think if you don't have a gunner, the gunner like, doesn't work. Yeah. If you don't have an engineer, then certain functions don't then, work. Then nothing works. It, if you don't have a pilot, the <laughs> ship doesn't go. <laughs> yep. Yeah. We, we want there, to make it go. There are core things that you kind of need, but there are things you can skip. Yeah. Captain is one of them. Captain is one of them. Yeah, because that just mostly gave like re rolls and like bonus actions and stuff. I think. Correct. Which is nice, but it's not. So required. Faster than light travel in the dark matter universe is achieved by traveling through an additional plane known as the void. So, in Dark Matter, all of the planes that you are used to in the standard D&D planar arcana exist. Uh, So it is possible to visit the plane of fire or the Aura Vernus or any of the other. (coughs) So the hyperspace the hyperspace analog in Dark Matter is the void. It it is a non-plane. Physics don't function the same way, which is why you can go in and come out. Um, but it is also mildly reminiscent of Warhammer 40K's warp because it wants to get out and destroy things. It wants to eliminate stuff that is. So the dark matter engine allows you to enter the void and travel and exit safely. And it does so jump style. So you're not traveling at a warp speed. Okay. It goes in and pops you out in a different location. <clears throat> so it's it's kind of like a wormhole type thing, except... It's like a teleport. Sort of. So the... <clears throat> except an, it's like a void game. So an, another component is that 
the dark matter drive can make small jumps. Yeah. And it needs to recharge during periods of making these jumps. Yep. Based on the strength of the engine. Okay. Mm-hmm. There are dark matter gates. That are, that are permanent, right? That are <clears throat> permanent physical gates um, that are able to travel distances that are longer in a single swing without failure. Yes. Between void gates. Yeah. Yeah, sort of like um, they had this in one of the Stargates. Yes. Where they basically built warp gates like that. Yes. It, it is very Stargate-esque. Yeah. Okay. That it connects to another gate okay. and you pass through so, so that's with, a way to do it and know where you're going. You know where you're going and you can go farther yes. in yes. a shorter period of time. As opposed to what we just did, <clears throat> which is kind of going in and, and coming out some random door. In a shorter distance. So, yes. Yeah. You can direct it or you can make a random jump. You did a little bit of both. We said that and, way. <laughs> yes. And for the the sake of the viewers who have really gotten into Dark Matter because of us, first of all, yay! Second of all, um, you're probably yelling going, that's not how this works! I know that's not how this works. Narrative, bitches. (laughs) It's like you're a DM or something. (laughs) He's not. That's a dungeon master. That's small scale. (laughs) Galaxy master. Universe master. No, galaxy. Pla- planets, my friends. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you have made a jump into interstellar space. Um, when you come out, uh, it is a stable position. Okay. Um, there are no dangers, but... Sure, we're not in the middle of a raging ship-to-ship battle. Yeah. Like hundreds of ships on not, sides. not this time. No, we uh, jumped sure. directly into an asteroid and explode. <laughs> Is it time to fireball? No, <laughs> we haven't rested. It's not time to fireball yet. <laughs> it's always time to fireball. It's always time. Alrighty, so ably done. Thank you for helping me escape the. Taran Craft. Can you do well, a quick scan of... Can we do a quick scan of the ship to make sure nothing followed us? Or that there's nothing wrong with the interfaces? Or that their AI didn't piggyback into your system somewhere? I do not believe I've been infected by the N-Virus, but you may certainly do a scan. I would like to do... Well, actually, you should do that. That's exactly what an AI that's infected would say. <laughs> I'll do a scan. I'm fairly certain not. Uh, 14. There's no indicators of any code damage. Everything looks clean. Did, did that purple light come? Did you notice that purple light AI? What's the AI's name? Yeah, what is your name? What should we be calling you other than just AI? It seems I, so impersonal. I, 
The craft's name is the Hammer's Fate. Yeah, but what's your name? That's a very appropriate name. I have never been given a name outside of the name of the craft. We will call you Samantha. <laughs> oh. <laughs> have you seen Frozen would you, too? Would you yeah. care for, <laughs> would you care to choose your own designation? <laughs> I am comfortable with whatever designation is given. Samantha. Sir Squeaky Pants? I, I hate both of those options. Well, we can go a little more informal and call it Sam for short. Why don't we call her Holly? What's your favorite thing it, to do? Hammer's it, Folly. It, 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 or Hammer's Fate. Is it a... But, uh, but it, it, it is a, a male... Male presenting voice. Presenting voice, yes. What What's your favorite things to do? What are your interests? Do you like long walks on the beach? Do you like getting caught in the rain? <laughs> you are an unusual group. I... I'm, I'm, I'm trapped here. Hank. I am, I am trapped. I am operating on little rest. Do you Hank. enjoy that feeling when you finally get to release your bowels? <laughs> How about we call you Hank? Jacko, go take a nap. Can we right call now. you Fart? No, <laughs> Hank. Rick and Morty. <laughs> Speaking of which, I don't suppose one of you can clean out my suit, can you? Sorry, that was my fault. <laughs> oh, it wasn't me? Oh, well, that's a relief. Oh, we can call you relief. What were you doing you pooping us? in my suit? How'd you even get it in here? Would you would you be opposed to... So, um, so just thinking, uh, would Lily be familiar with the model of the ship? Um... Oh, like it's a fire. Like actually, her, her forte is more elven craft, but yeah, okay. it. I mean, there it's the sort of thing that, with your experience, ship identification is kind of okay, a, and it's sort of their their general class. Like it's a firefly class. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, would you be opposed to be being called Martell? I suppose I would not. My class name would be appropriate. Yeah. All right. Okay. Certainly sounds better than anything anyone else has come up with. No, that works. That works. Okay. So Martel, what? This this is not a normal. This is this is this ship is not normal. What what was your? What were you guys doing with this ship? Or who who what? Who was piloting this ship first? Let's start with that. <laughs> My history has a long background. However, I, I'm talking about more recent history, like how you got on the other ship, and, and like, yeah. So I'm going to do a little bit of tweaking. No. <laughs> you and I come up with the best names. <laughs> Clearly. Air high five. Yeah. You're all horrible. <laughs> what do you ex- yeah. Be lucky that I don't find some compartment to, to put you into for smuggling. 
that you wake up beneath the floor. You gonna Shanghai him? What, what, are yes. you, what are you scared of in this world? The history of this craft is difficult for me to share, partially because my previous owner has restricted a certain amount of the information in well, my historical database. Well, they're not here anymore. So unrestricted for ha- yeah. However, I can inform you That my previous owner, before my... Incarceration? (coughs) An accurate word, but not complete. I was the property of one Charmonil Hammerhull. Okay. However, in a pitched combat exchange my systems were deactivated I awoke translocated aboard the human ship what was the name of the guy that hired, that, that's been hiring us that's our employer okay that's yep I thought that name sounded very familiar <laughs> what kind of guy is this guy what do you know about him Unfortunately, I'm not able to give you complete information on what I know about Captain Hammerhull. However, I can inform you that, generally, he is and you hear the computer's trill as sort of the AI considers words to describe its former captain. Direct. Yeah. Sincere with anything that he says, but he says very little. Okay. It is clear based on our previous interactions that there is more to him than even I am aware of. Is he somebody who would deceive others? That is a complex question that I'm afraid I'm not able to answer. Did he ever say he was going to do something for you but didn't do it? Not to my knowledge. Checks out. So, so how did you end up uh, yeah I'm just I'm just trying to wrap my head around you ending up on this other ship by the way this is this is the thing that we were sent to get basically right I would assume so is <clears throat> so Martel to give you some information is Captain Hammerhull uh, contracted us for a salvage operation. He gave us the coordinates to the freighter uh, with the instruction that there was to be something to procure. We weren't told what, but just uh, things things of value we are to return back to him. Uh, and then anything else that's uh, valuable but he would not be interested in, we were to keep for ourselves. 
And so that's where we all stand. Interesting. It is not impossible that Captain Hammerhall selected you in order to relocate the Hammer's fate. Unusual, however. He does not tend towards sentimentality, except in very specific situations. I cannot imagine this ship would be such a situation. Well, perhaps he had other reasons for it. It is certainly possible. Um, Martel, uh, is there a is there a manifest that we're able to access? Yeah, are you missing anything on here? Or or an inventory, or or last known inventory? Unfortunately, as I previously stated, information regarding my state while offline is limited. I can tell you the ship was loaded for standard medium range operations shortly before my deactivation. There was a major combat situation and I was prepared to assist Captain Hammerhull and his crew. However, I was deactivated. The next thing I was aware of my consciousness was being interacted with and activated by the parasitic AI creature that you dealt with on board the human cruiser. Well, uh... I believe it was attempting to access the fate. It, it was a human cruiser, uh... It seems to have met uh, an unfortunate end after some sort of run-in with uh, Rothians. Interesting. There are no known Rothians in this sector of space. Ah, well, uh, I, I would say that's probably certainly the case now. Perhaps it drifted somewhere. I don't know. Interesting. <clears throat> It, it is a, based on the data that we were able to recover from the freighter the uh, rogue AI uh, sort of infected the ship's systems and proceeded to turn the crew into the brains for power sources for its own devices oh, that is most grisly and uh, this is the player me trying to remember is if as a last-ditch effort, they rammed the ship into the asteroid or something to try and... Or if that just happened. It's hard to say. Okay. You, yeah. you I, just, I couldn't remember you, from the data. You I didn't... The, the information you got was that they were fighting mm-hmm. the AI. Yeah. It was not made clear what happened after that. There was no active okay. logs. There clearly was a crash. Yeah. It's hard to tell whether it was purposeful or okay. incidental. Okay. I, I have a question for you, if you don't mind. You what, may ask. What species is Hammerhull? Hammerhull is dwarven. Did he have any electronic modifications of any sort? Any computer adaptations to his body? Not to my knowledge. 
Is there any way of finding that out? Do you have that capability? That information is not available. Why do you want to know that? Well, if he was over there and he was not a sentimental kind of person to retrieve items of this such, that means that there's a very important reason for this. And so the first thing I was wondering is if the AI hacked him, uh, be, like it did over on Jacko's suit. Oh. But the other thing that I'm now wondering is if there's any other secret items on this ship besides the AI itself that we should know about. Are there any secret things on this ship that he may have hid, Martel? Not to my knowledge. Are there any secret rooms on this ship? No, the layout is relatively standard. The ship is not built for smuggling or other illicit transport. Of course not. <clears throat> or is it? Can I I'll let investigate you know. the ship? I and... I will I'll take a look around since that is actually my specialty. What's in the crate? Well, while yeah. while the dark matter systems are charging, I would recommend that. In addition, if you have any way of contacting Captain Hammerhold, that may be advisable to inform him what the situation is. I, I'm sure, again, despite his lack of sentimentality, he would be appreciative of the recollection of the Hammer's fate. Can you do a, um, like an inventory scan? I'm not asking to see if, like, what is here, but do you... According to your your knowledge of what was on the ship before you went offline, and when you come online again, it, is there differences? Any anything that sh was here before that has changed and is not here anymore, or vice versa? Is there anything new besides us that was not on the ship before? There does not appear to be any non-standard additions to the ship. Okay. There are several months' worth of provisions. Okay. As you may be familiar as employees, Captain Hammerhull is and works with scavenging parties. This craft was primarily designed as a scavenging and recollection vehicle. Are there any... Is there anybody else electronic or humanoid on this ship? Negative. Um, is there an autopilot function? There is... Myself, of course. There is a limited autopilot function built into most ships that is available. That, that was mostly again, player asking. Okay, player asking. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Um, so since, uh, I mean, you there there are automatable courses that can be set. Okay, yeah. So in combat situations, you can sort of take control of the ship yeah. and do specific exact controlling of what it's doing. Yeah. Um, generally, however, f just flying around is bringing up programs in the arcane console that tell the ship to do things. Yeah. 
so you don't have to actively be running it all the time. You can, in non-combat situations, it's just sort of maintenance. Since I am tired, and I very much need to actually rest. So, um... Any idea of where we might be? Yeah, but... I mean, we're in interstellar space, but uh, near a system... Do I recognize that? I I can report that at this stage, our location is semi-irrelevant as the dark matter drive recharges. At this point, we are safe. The likelihood of someone else jumping to this particular area is, unless you are interested in the exact data, extremely rare. I am interested in the exact No, don't tell me the, don't tell me the probability. <laughs> um, never tell me the odds. <laughs> um, yeah, don't tell me the odds. But Cap- Captain the- Hammerhall was not interested in precise odds either. No, so, but, but it is nice to know where we are so that we can know where we are in relation to other things. Or just in terms of where to plot a course. Yeah, 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 that's that's basically what I'm getting sure. at. Like, we want to know where we are so we know where we could be going so we're not, like, saying, picking something on the other side of the universe. You know, we're not going a generali- to the shawarma place. I can generate a generalized navigational plot while the rest of you become generally acquainted with the ship and take an opportunity to rest. Sounds all right to me. Um, I'm going to let him know what planet we uh, we initially set out from. I don't know if we ever decided on that. I don't think we ever decided on that. So, I, yeah, whatever, wherever we came from. Yep. Let him know where we came that's from. That's just where we have to go back to. Yeah. Yep. You know what they say. Wherever you go, there you are. That's helpful. It's uh, very helpful. I go trance. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I go sleep. Okay. So what's in the crate? This yep, is a this is a minor thing. Yes. Well, potentially major, but uh, obviously up to you as Galaxy Master. Yes. But it has likely been maybe an hour since those two completed a long rest. Yes. And typically, you, you... Well, you can spend a long... It doesn't have to be sleeping, but you do usually have to wait a certain amount of time. You have to wait 24 hours. Correct. Before you can rest again. Or wait, like, a day before you can rest yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. Martell? Yes. Is in the... Uh, I was looking here, and it appears that we have a... What's the exact word? Life support system. Is there anything inside the life support area or anything on the ship that restores sorcery points. Well, I think life support just means spell slots. Life support is life support is air. I am, I am insulted. I am a sorcerer. That is my life. <laughs> Fireball is my oxygen. <laughs> no. Ba- based on the knowledge that I have of magical functions of organic beings, the life support system will allow you to continue existing to allow your body to rest and naturally regenerate your magical energies. However, there is nothing that allows supernatural regeneration of your capabilities. 
this mean? Yeah. <laughs> Meaning, does it like do partial? Like, I'm, I'm just confused. No, no, no. Life support is literally just to keep you breathing. You, okay. That yeah. is you, all. I thought it, it is. Life air, support air, is air gravity is atmospheres created on a ship. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Got yeah. Like, it's like not gonna like thermal regulation, air, gravity. Like the things that your physical body humidity needs to survive. So Humidity's you're saying there's a written. chance. No, <laughs> no, there is. It's called you. You, you wait long enough. You, you wait get long tired enough again. to be able to do another long rest. Yeah, and then you go to bed. Yep. Cool. Because <laughs> if you think about it, it's like you literally like just woke up an hour ago. I did a lot in that hour. Yeah. Yeah. But. I mean, but we you, still just you woke could up. rest, but it doesn't. You, know. you could yeah. rest, but it wouldn't be. No, I got you. What, what I can communicate to you, is that in this particular area of space, with the resources aboard the ship, you have adequate time to take the opportunity to become acclimated with the ship, and allow yourself sufficient time to take a full rest. DM translation, you can stay in the middle of space as long as you want so you can get a long rest. Yeah. I like it. It's just, the reason why Jacko and I can is because we haven't rested yet. <laughs> yeah, because we did our... Me I mean, Mecha mechanically, before it's going to matter, yeah. you're going to have benefited from a long rest. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Can just, yeah, let me know when. Because we're... <laughs> it, Non-combat. We, non we, yeah. we non-stress. We are in narrative space right now. Yep. Ooh, I like narrative space. Things move fast. Yes. Or <laughs> not. Yeah, or, or we spend... You never you know. know. Or, right, or you spend 15 minutes trying to name the ship's personality fart. Yes. <laughs> hey, the alternative was chunks. <laughs> yes. Uh, that was no! There were so many other alternatives! Yeah, literally. There were literally millions of alternatives! Yeah. But they weren't the right alternatives. Anyway! So, so very important question. So, Can I roll for persuasion? No. Oh. What's in the box? Yes! In the, in the crate. What's in the crate? I go to the cargo yeah. bay where I put the crate. I follow, because I want to see. Then I open the box. Roll yourself a d20. Is there a head oh. in the box? There's not a head in the box. It's a dick in the box. There's no dick in the box. No. No. Oh. Four. Okay. You didn't roll a one, which is what we were looking for. Okay. So it's not a bomb. Got it. <laughs> well. Oh, you, goodness. You open the box. It blows. And, it takes the whole ship with it. And, and cornflakes almost falls over. When she recognizes a set of 40 mechanical spiders. Very nice. You said they, it didn't matter. Are they, are they active? No, they're all offline. They run over the, all over the ship. They're all in offline mode. So those explode. Those explode. I pick one up. Those explode! <laughs> I I back up and like 
Uh, yeah. Roll, roll your tech. Robot spider. Cool. Throw it back in the box. <gasps> Literally. <laughs> I have I have backed up like fifty feet at this point. How it, it, it clatters into the box. Cool. Martel. Yes. Can you program the spider box? You're not there with us. I, I think I didn't ever go anywhere else. Oh, yeah, you didn't? I think you're no. still the bridge, right? Yeah, weren't you on the bridge? No, I thought I was with you guys. So at, at this... At this point, you've come down there. At, at yeah. this point, the three of you can be together while Lily trances. I'm trancing. Yeah. Trancing hard. <laughs> it's not impossible. It might be preferable to have someone with greater knowledge of direct technical control. However, if I'm not mistaken, those are standardized maintenance drones. They are configured as spiders due to convenience. They are capable of crawling in inconvenient areas and at any angle. If I'm not mistaken, the concern that our gnomish friend expressed about the explosion of the units. Yep, yep, saw it happen. Is related to their power cores. They have high density, high intensity power cores that allow them to operate for extended periods of time without recharge. Breaching one of the units results in an explosive discharge. However, other than that, they are not combat units. They are repair units. Don't shoot at it. I'm not going to shoot at it. I wonder if I can take it apart to weaponize it. Guys, they weren't attacking us. No, they might have been. No, they totally might have been. They might have been because they were programmed by an AI that hated organics. It was cleaning the ship, getting rid of the trash. It was purging. It was it was taking its peon units and just sending them to a, go attack things, yeah. but more likely sending them to their deaths. Yep. Yeah. And they just ex- and they just explode when they die. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um. And with that, I'm gonna go take a nap. One last question, Martel. I doubt it. Oh. From her, maybe. Listen, chunks. Uh, we got some stuff here we need to talk about. Is there anything on the ship here that I can use for my ritual summoning of my familiar on the ship? There is not standard ritual components. However, the ship is equipped with fabrication systems. The fabricators, if you are not otherwise familiar, are capable of converting inorganic and organic matter into other configurations. Therefore, if you were able to provide me with a sufficient amount of raw material of equal value, because I know certain mystical components require specific value 
aspects to them in order to function. If you provide me with objects of equal value, in theory, I should be able to convert the elements in order to create what you are looking it, for. It's a replicator that instead of replicator blocks, we put gold in. Uh, well, stuff that equals that amount in... in, in, in... Basically, it allows us to bypass crack checks. Yeah, but in what I'm saying is, is supply... Can we turn the spiders into corn chip? Are they worth enough? Possibly. Sure, but also maintenance drones. Yep. It's a crate. It's a large crate I, of them. I'm not there, but... How many do we have? 20? 40. Oh, 40. Are they... Are they... Or, or you just put 10 gold in there and you get your materials. But how much How much 10. is each of those is those drones worth? We might only need... It depends on who you're selling them to. Yeah. What about Martel? What is Martel value? Mar Martel's not going to haggle. What does Martel value them at? I have pretty high persuasion. <laughs> well, no, but Mar what... Mar is... Martel pr has a pretty high lack of desire for your shit. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm serious. Though, like, what is, what does, no, but what does Martel value one maintenance drone at? Your life. I would right. say... You see, now it's too bad that the gold for XP rules got all goofy after first edition. Because that's, that's not how that works. Um, I have the list of what I need, if that helps. It's, it, it, it's 10 gold worth of materials. Uh, it's 10 GP worth of charcoal. Yeah, oh, no, 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 yes, no, no, no. This is saying... I thought that was no. just the yeah, charcoal. It, yeah, this gotcha. is saying it can take... Other stuff. So if you literally put ten worth. gold pieces into the machine, it spits out the ten gold worth of charcoal and ink and whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna do I, that. That that is not a a specific and literal interpretation of the rules. I'm willing to <laughs> uh, adapt to that. That it it would be capable of. But like you yes. pull off like the metal cabinet from the engineering bay and toss it in the machine. And like and it converts it into whatever shape you want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever it's and, valued at. And you have less worry about food because right. you poop into the machine. And <laughs> How much? Is yes, my poop that worth? that's actually no, no. Yes. What is the it what is the no? In all seriousness, I do want. There to is no poop to gold piece equivalency. Okay, guys, it's come on. Hashtag there is no poop to gold piece equivalency. I don't know. I think some blue poop. Would, it sounds, that you it can sounds like there through. is though. No. Because like how 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 much like how many days worth of rations does a single poop make and it's been valuable for my laughter this campaign Tuck do you want to do a time skip to when I wake back up so I can put an end to this shit I actually I really yeah do. we'll have been fighting about this for four hours I am hours. actually I, technically asleep right now yeah, so he, I, will, I will I will back out of this conversation but. I, I do really want to spend my 10 GP to do this why yes. do you want to spend your gold instead when we have spiders? Because we have hundreds of gold that we started this game with okay, that fine. are just sitting around. And we want to have a nice clean ship. Can I say that I've summoned corn chip again? Yes. All right. Martel, this is corn chip. 
you have a small creature. Yes. But it does not appear to be a normal creature. No, it's not. It is not. He's friendly, though. Intriguing. And then Cornship goes up against the side of the ship and nuzzles. <laughs> Martell. Unusual. So, in explorations of the ship, you become reasonably familiar with the capabilities of the ship. Mm -hmm. What the ship has on board. The ship has a relatively expansive cargo bay. Uh, It does have um, room for a single fighter launch. Um... So, fun fact. You want to share with the audience the designator name of your craft? The Saisoku no Ikari? I probably butchered the translation. Or the... No, it's in, bad. In Lakshayan, or, or Japanese, that roughly translates to the fastest fury. Is that not on everyone's? No, it is. It is. No, it's totally is. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yes. Yes, Josh. His ship is named after the Fast and the Furious. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I did it. Love it. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. It is the fastest fury. I love it. Okay. It, I, love it. It, I think it literally translates into the quickest anger. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yep. Love it. Nice. Love it. Okay. Beautiful. I, I don't know Japanese well enough. I just used Google Translate. Sure. I, oh, no. I'm sure you guys know. <laughs> <laughs> As you but, said. But, I, but I also put it through a couple different other Translate things, and they all came out roughly the same. Okay. So Good, good, good. <laughs> I didn't accidentally say something inappropriate, I don't think. It's actually a pony. <laughs> that would also work. That would also be fantastic. <laughs> okay, though. So, um, um, so we're working on basically getting back to where we started. Now, correct. We have a we have a plot course. Does a long rest replenish all of my hit points? It does, and all of your hit dice, and uh, no, half of your hit dice. That's right, half of spent hit dice. Right. Correct. That's right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, rounded down. There, there are so if other. If you spend all of it, you get two hit dice back. There are effects and other things that allow you to bypass that, but not in this case. Yes. What, yeah. What if you used one hit dice? Then you get it back. Then you get it back. Okay. So you said it was. Yeah, minimum of one. Well, no. Yeah, so. Minimum. Oh, it's minimum. When you. Gotcha. So because we're at fifth level, when you do a long rest, you get two hit dice back. Okay. Gotcha. So, this is relevant for folks like me who spent all of their hit dice, so now right. I have two hit dice. Mm-hmm. So I, I need to rest three times and not spend any of it in order to get all my hit dice back. Right. Which replicates, you know, the natural exertion of yeah. life. Yes, if you, if you stay up too late today... Tomorrow you will still be tired, and the next day you will also still be tired. The key is is to take short rests that actually use upset hit dice for it to matter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So after after waking from trance yes. and and spending the requisite additional four hours of resting, um, which, which you can do relatively leisurely assessing the ship and yeah. Um, it, once, it, once I do it, that, it is a low stress environment. Yeah, um, I'm gonna just kind of look around and with my smuggling background, try and see if there's any special nooks or crannies or whatever because, I mean, Martel doesn't think there's anything, but, you know, who's roll, to say that something wasn't a... Roll tech. Okay. Sadly... And, and I will say you can do this at advantage. Awesome. I was gonna say, technically, that feat gives me advantage on concealing cargo, but not finding smuggled cargo. In this instance, I'll allow it. Uh, that's a 23. Excuse me. So, I mean, not even necessarily looking for cargo that is being smuggled, but just if there are compartments and spaces. If there are spaces to do it. So, the things that you're able to assess, number one, it's clear that uh, the Hammer's Fate is based off of a sledge-class freighter. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it's clear that it has been heavily modified. You might say there's been special modifications. Oh, yes. Um, it is also clear that it has not been modified for smuggling purposes. Okay. That does not mean that it couldn't be further modified for smuggling purposes at another time. Yeah. Uh, at this stage, however, there's... It, it looks like whoever modified it did not feel the need to... To add those modifications. Add those modifications. Okay. It's not a smuggler ship. It's a scavenger yep. ship. Yep. Uh, I've conducted a rather thorough sweep. Uh, I have not found any, we'll say, smuggling modifications. Uh to corroborate uh, with what Martel's uh, intelligence uh, suggested. Okay. So uh, there there aren't going to be any unexpected surprises. Okay. Uh, did you all ever look inside that crate? Yeah, yeah. It's full of those spiders that explode. Apparently they're just drones to like... Well, yes, they are just drones. But but they're, they're mechanics drones. Apparently oh, just by... That's wonderful. Yeah, apparently when we attacked them, they blew up because, not because they're attack drones, but because they, it's their battery, Martel. Like their power core surf um, issue basically is, is why they blew up. Correct. Um, oh, well that's wonderful. Uh, they are, are they... inactive right now. Well, that works in our favor. That means they could be programmed and turned online. Uh, yeah. When you, we say maintenance, are they meant for repair, like basic repairs or uh, cleaning or? Martel, I think it's for it's basic repairs, right? Stuff where that people can't get into. Correct. They would not be capable of repairing any sort of st- superstructure. However, they are more than capable of doing assisting in basic mechanical repairs as they well as gen- like loose wires as well as general maintenance of the craft 
they they could be programmed to give you advantage by by someone who knows how to program them to do it. Um, he's perfectly functioning. I mean, like, for... Like, now, next time. Or something like that? Oh, no. 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 Yeah. no, it's far more efficient for for me to do that myself. Uh, especially since I have magical capabilities of repairing him. Yeah, repairing him... She only takes a minute to repair a robot. Uh, it's also I can use the mending cantrip to restore 2d6 hit points. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> Well, uh, if we have some time, um, I mean, robotics is not particularly my forte, but certainly take a crack at it. I would have actually gotten bored during... Of course you would. Yeah. No, I would have gotten so bored during that eight-hour rest. Robotics is not necessarily your specialty either. No, it isn't, but I have a circuitry kit and an omni-tool, and I would have... Stuff blowing up is your specialty. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Because I, I would have definitely actually taken, tried to take one apart. Oh. Okay. To see, like, everything. Yeah, because, again, to see if I can, to see if I can weaponize them. <laughs> and just to see what makes them tick. Cornship is out of area of this happening. Want to make that clear? So, so is Autumn. It's, you you <laughs> want to rep- weaponize our spider Roombas? Spider Roombas. Yeah. At, <clears throat> spent a little. No, last see, of the after seeing how those things explode, why wouldn't I want to weaponize them? <laughs> because we don't want them to explode. <laughs> yeah, I would have taken one like. 50 feet away from the entire box of them. He sends one into your room while you're trancing and just... Sends <laughs> <laughs> all 40 of them into um, your room while yeah, you're so, trancing. So, so, what, do I, what do I roll for that? Tech? <laughs> you might want to not do that close to the box with one of them. No, I did. Yeah, I'm, I'm like 50 feet away. Okay. Like, I think also yeah. while this is going on, I would be taking my mech out and just getting a feel for its handling maneuverability. Yeah, absolutely. What would I do to a... What would I roll to make sure that I don't blow myself up? Definitely tech. Well, I don't know why I just rolled an advantage. I don't know either. I, don't, I do not know why I just rolled an advantage. That That is... <laughs> that's an eight! <laughs> yep, you weaponize Glad it. you're not near it that blows box. Up. It, it's a part. <laughs> That, that, that's kind of what I'm wondering. I'm like, does it blow up or is, is it's a part? It's kind of like taking a microwave apart. You can get it apart, but you can't. Yeah. I don't really it, know what else everything does. You can identify all of the components. It looks like, at least the way you took it apart, the power core needs to be integrated into the body in order to function the way you want it to. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I would have been doing this very slowly. Like, just been like, okay, we're not blowing this up. We're just taking you apart. Lots of talking to myself during this entire... Yeah. Cornflakes, what are you, what are you doing? So, I'm... I'm... I'm trying to 
wanted to see what what it had. Uh, I'm gonna go over to the crate and just pick one up. Um, just look to see if it has any, you know, buttons. I was gonna say yeah, but apparently it's not on. on. It. Tech. Uh, Fourteen. It, there's a small set of user switches. It looks like there's one to power it on, and there's a couple to have it go into different modes. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll turn it on, and um, yeah, basically test out different modes and see uh, what sort of reactions they. She's produce. gonna button mash. <clears throat> so one of them turns it on. Um, one of them allows it to receive programming. Um, one of them allows it to execute the programming that it's received. One of them allows it to um, be receptive to basic verbal commands. There we go. Hey, Roomba. <laughs> I'm going to activate the you know basic verbal commands um, and uh, I presume that would have to be turned on with receive programming uh, and I guess also execute programming um, that that's essentially so you, you turn all the switches on yes um, all right um, I would say I as a test drive, yeah. Um, sort of just since since I'm used to dealing with something that's a bit more intelligent, you know, sort of get down and treat it like another little little robot type anthropomorphizing. Yes. Now, I would like you to go to the fighter bay and see if you can assist uh, Jacko with uh, cleaning the. Frame. So, go to fight your bay. Clean frame. Uh, it, when when finished, or if unable, uh, return here. It it makes a series of chirps. It walks over and walks up a wall, and momentarily connects to a port on one of the arcane terminals disconnects from the port and staying on the wall heads towards the fighter bay my Roomba accidentally got out what are the consequences of this it has no natural predators <laughs> <laughs> thank you internet <laughs> Roomba babies well should we should we be careful of what we plug into this port? Though we don't think there's anything, we still did see that purple light leaving. I think that was the beginning of a dark matter explosion. Maybe, but it, I still find it kind of interesting that the uh, beast we were fighting was purple. That was purple because of Cornflakes' spell. Yes. That was not a natural function of that beast. But it might have still been lingering. Yeah. No, no, no. <clears throat> my, my spell would have been gone by the time we did that. Ten minutes? I, it's one minute. Concentration, one minute. Okay. Yeah. One minute. Yeah, no, it would have yeah. been... My my spell wasn't wasn't okay. active. That was, that, was, that was the dark matter. It also would have ceased when we 
seemingly killed the creature. Yeah. Whereas we didn't actually kill it, I think it was the fear. <coughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I suppose I'll <coughs> just continue activating drones and setting them to various tacks, so... Cleaning. And seeing seeing that they're not like immediately coming into attacking us, oh. I'm gonna I'll have started helping her. All ship personnel, please come to the bridge. And go to the bridge. Yep. Does that include the spiders? Or I'll go to the bridge. No, no. they continue. I'm, I'm about not telling the them to come cast. to the bridge. Okay, <laughs> I didn't know if we were considering them. <laughs> Actually, seriously, didn't know if we were considering them personnel. Um, yeah, go to the bridge. No, they're drones. Like they're not they're not programmed for <clears throat> on the way I'm just going to fill every uh base these two in, uh that you know. Uh if you see little spider drones wandering around, um I've There's... programmed them to do various tasks of cleaning and you know, fixing any minor sort of scrapes, tears. Got him up and running, did you? Yes. Yeah, that was a good grab, Jacko. Well done. So our, our ship will be nicely maintained and clean and do we really up, want to, be to my standards. Do we I, really want to be calling this our ship? I appreciate the efforts very much. I mean, it's ours till it ain't ours. I have made every attempt to be completely honest with you. Mm. I will continue to make every attempt to be completely honest with you. However, I must advise you that from time to time there are situations where my programming results in omissions. I must admit an omission at this time. Okay. Oh. The ship does have a piece of equipment on board that is not standard. The ship has one other radio. For those unfamiliar, an ether radio is capable of ethereal plane communications and allows us to be able to communicate anywhere in the galaxy point to point. It is not uncommon technology, but I would imagine that if you are not familiar with particular ranges of magical technology, it may not have been something that you have directly interacted with. Have I interacted with one of those before? Yeah. Yeah, you have. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, the player don't know, but... <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. This, is this like a Char ham radio? Characters would have... They, the two artificers would have known. Yeah. Yeah, because I wasn't asking... The, the, I wasn't asking about, the soldier like, may yeah. have heard about it, but not say, really given a damn. I suspect I would have known what it was from the military, but... It's like a special as a shipwright? They're relatively common to carry on a ship because that's how you communicate. Yeah, that makes sense. So, so, so it's like CB. They're they're not. They're not on every ship. Yeah. They're not standard, mm -hmm. and it's not built into the ship. It is a. It's a. It's a it's common. It's a piece of. It. It's a wondrous item. Yeah, but, but so, it's on board the ship. Yeah, because I wasn't asking like, is, is stuff like this? I was asking like from when it was off, turned off to turned on, like, if there was anything that was, no, I wasn't asking about things that were added to the ship that were already there when it was turned off. Well, 
Maybe we can use it to get a hold it's of It's kind of like putting an aftermarket radio in. They, like, I'm, I'm not asking if there is, he, was the aftermarket radio put yeah. in. He, the, it was stolen. the reason I share this information is because you have a call. Put it on. Who's calling us? You know what? I don't really care. Let's find out. Okay. Hello. This is Jacko of the Hammer's Fate. What can I do for you today? <laughs> I'm amused that you found my ship. Oh, hey. What's up, Hammer Hall? Was this what we were supposed to get? No, I can't say precisely that it was what I was expecting. What what I was expecting was to find out what I was to expect. I'd heard that a human ship was carrying artifacts and other unmentionables. And Mostly brains. <laughs> Yes, that um, that they were in human ship uh, became a Rothian ship. You can confirm Rothian hardware. <laughs> I, I would dare say uh, the entire crew being turned into brains and jars. Well, that's a problem. Yeah. Uh, well, not anymore. It, it was a self-correcting problem. <laughs> yeah, we kind of had the other ship that we came in kind of blew up. Was destroyed by rogue AI yeah. that destroyed the frigate. Yeah. The freighter. Cruiser. Yeah. Whatever yeah. we're calling it. It blew up. Yeah. Unfortunate. Were you able to collect anything from the ship? The we ship. were. We, uh, so I do you, have. We got about four fire drones. So we, we have some uh, sort of crude weaponry. Uh, I have uh, sort of the, the scrap parts from a maintenance droid. Uh, full, full droid. Um, which I'm sure, you know, scrap parts might fetch. Uh, Got a whole complement of maintenance drones to keep your ship all nice and clean until we give it back to you. Yeah. <coughs> That's all you found. No, no, no weaponry or anything unusual. Uh, the 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 brains kind of had us a little bit distracted. Um. I, I may or may not have almost died a couple of times. There was an attempt to procure some of the weaponry. However, we were a bit pressed for time and unfortunately got left behind. Um, I guess, uh, Cornflakes, you found some kind of weird thing, right? Yeah. Some kind of weird thing. Like a, a book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found this this book, but it, it's not really. It, no, no, it's like a puzzle box thingy. But I mean, that's not really. Describe it. Is this a video call? No. Oh. I don't know. It's this weird little puzzle box, and I give an actual kind of description of it as it's in my hand and. Interesting. 
All right. So here is what we're going to do. The good news is you've passed my test. You're all alive. You found some interesting things. That's good, because I've never been good at taking tests. The better news if you, <coughs> is you now have your own conveyance. Consider the Hammer's Folly on extended loan to your group. Cool. Hammer's Fate. Thank you. I was wondering how many times that mistake was going to be made. Yeah, that. Yeah, it, it's it's only a matter of time. I'm surprised it's taken us this long. There's, a, cer- there's a certain other hammer wielding person who insists that their captain that would be very upset if, yeah, if the hammer's folly would be given away. No, no, yeah. it's not a. That's not extended loaning. Furthermore, I'm going to communicate some coordinates to the ship AI to get you to meet where I am. I'm interested in that item that you've procured. However, I've been able to determine your general location. Through a little bit of begging of some amoeboid contacts I have, there is an unmanned shuttle headed in your direction. You should be able to pick it up on sensors shortly. That object that Cornflakes now has needs to be protected at all costs. Yeah. The objects in the shuttle should be able to assist in that. Hmm. Interesting. In the meantime, while you are traveling to my location, I recommend you take up any tasks along the way that allow you to fill your coffers. However, I ask you to not take too long in getting to my location. Just to be clear, we're taking the contents of this unmanned shuttle off of the unmanned shuttle and bringing it on here? The shuttle is irrelevant. You take the hardware out of it and you can... Be free to make a dark matter jump to your next location. Right, that was my quest. Okay. Correct. I, I I think what Jacko was trying to get to is we, we weren't to take on the shuttle as well. Correct. Well, it, it, it's, it's disposable. Sounds good. Or, or returnable. I'll look forward to seeing you soon. Bye. The signal disconnects. You wanted to test out your I, fireballs, right? I, I've detected the shuttle. Mm-hmm. We're not using... We're not having you practice combat in your frame by having him throw fireballs at you. It wasn't it, even what I was thinking. It, it, it appears... We have an unmanned shuttle. We offload it. Target practice, because it's disposable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's my time. <laughs> It should be relatively easy to acquire the unmanned capsule. I'm on it. So strapped into my back. Excuse me. Okay, you you go grab it, and yep. it it is like a, a shuttle sized. 
It, it's a little smaller. Um, you, you, you're holding your hands up like this. Yeah. Is it actually this big? For for the Mac, it okay. is. Okay. For the frame, Got you it. can grab Got it and it. Okay. bring it inside. Understood. There are a series of four doors. On the shuttle? Boop. With handprint identification panels on each door. Ooh, they have our handprints. That's creepy. Would, would there be enough room to bring the shuttle onto the craft and keep it? I mean, I can, I can dock my mech. I, I, I was thinking I'm, that it was like, like shuttlecraft that the, we took that's to what the freighter. Too. Yeah. It, it's, it's not. It's, it's more of a... It's like a pod? Yeah, it, it's yeah. more escape pod esque. Okay, okay, okay. I, I would say if we have enough, hold if we, it in my mech, if we have enough room in the mech. fighter bay, we might as well. Hold yeah, it. might as well. Might as well yeah. keep you you can put it into the. It, it takes up the same amount of space as an escape pod. You can put it in the. Um, the fighter the bay? cargo bay Perfect. easy enough, and I'll determine what the weight of it is. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. If it's that small, yep. like I'll I mean, yes, it's still pretty big with from the mech. But yeah, if it's if it's small enough to come shall in. we uh, shall we go see what sort of goodies we have? Yeah. Like to do that, yeah. Let's do it. Who's first? Boop, boop, boop. <clears throat> you very quickly find the panel that is intended as yours. Got the biggest handprint on it. <laughs> and, and furthermore, it's got some Lakshayan detail on it. Ooh, perfect. The door opens, and there is what looks like it's sort of a sleeve that should fit your hammer. Ooh. You attach it, and the hammer reconfigures, becomes larger, and sort of modifies. Oh, boy. That's a nice hammer you got you, there. You now guy. have, and, and I've been sort of eyeballing and making sure that I'm seeing all of the things. <clears throat> I, I'm, not, I'm not kidding. You now have... A weapon that you may identify as a doom hammer. <laughs> it is a plus three weapon. Oh. <laughs> it contains a single charge. You may expend the charge to deal 1d4 mega damage with the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> when you expend the charge, you roll a d4. If you roll a one, the hammer turns to dust. Oh, boy. Oh. If you roll anything that isn't a one, it takes 3d6 days to regenerate. Okay. All right. So, six to 18 days. Okay. I thought you were going to say when you expend the charge. Uh, you gain wind Does fury. It- does it still and, function and proc as aggro a, and then die? <laughs> does it still function as like a plus three rocket hammer? Yes. Okay. It just also has this. Oh, oh my. Yes. Perfect. 
Oh, oh my. Perfect. <coughs> awesome. <coughs> that is very awesome. Great. I would, I would like to hand print this thing next. When you open up your door, you see a rifle or something shaped like a rifle of elven make. Okay. It has a place to, instead of like a trigger and a trigger guard, it has a place to put your hand into. And then it has a stock and then it's a rifle. You now have a plus three thaumatonic rifle. How do you spell that? T-H-A-U-M-A-T-O-N-I-C. Okay, thaumatonic rifle? Yes. It functions like a blaster carbine that's plus three additionally it functions as a spell focus so you can cast a spell using the rifle and the bonus on the rifle is added to the DC of the saving throw or the attack roll Okay. All right. Uh, I guess I'll go next. You, before you arrive to the touchpad, Mm -hmm. you hear a clicking noise on the other side of your door. It's full of spiders! (laughs) They crawl all over you! It's not. Um. Okay, that's that's that's. It's a bomb bot. That's yes. mildly concerning. Looks um, like a bomb. It's a it's an alarmo bot. <laughs> yes. It just it just walks around places and goes woo 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 woo. Yes. Um. Yeah, I'm, um. Um. No. You 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 can you can you can you can open your door next. Um. Lily. Wait. Very well. I open. <clears throat> My hatch. Floating in an anti-grav field. That's exciting. (laughs) Behind your hatch is a key card. It is matte black with a white skull on one side. Ooh, the black Amex? That's it. Going to take it. And I'm going to look at the other side. (laughs) It has a range of different components and elements that allow it to be inserted into an access slot. It's a skull key. Skeleton key. Yep. It, It is an item known as the skeleton key card. Yep. As an action, you can use this key card on any door which could be hacked. The door becomes unlocked as if targeted by knock. 
Oh, wow. Okay. That's fabulous. Uh, is that uh, charges, usable at will? At will. Ooh. Okay. The, the door, the clicking on the door mm-hmm. is becoming insistent. Uh, you guys should. Doors you guys. No should, you guys should back out. Um, I. But 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 stay close. I don't know. Something's ticking I in this one. Stand next to you with the hammer, like. No, no, really. You shouldn't. No, you should. You should. You should back up and 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 like leave leave the room because this is not. No, I don't know what this is. Can we open this with the mech suit? Cornflakes. This is all useful items. Yeah. We're right but behind you. Mine is ticking. Okay, so it's a clock. It, I'm ready with a it, hammer. It, it's not clicking. All, all manner of mechanical devices make clicking noises. Style? It's not ticking via it's, bomb style. It's banging on the on the. There, there's something the inside, like it wants to get out. Yeah. It's a friend. It's some kind of drone. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I still don't like it. I would just I'll open it up. Gingerly. The door opens. Like, as soon as it does it, I just... <laughs> it, I must Wait. know what's inside. Wait. And out leaps a very enthusiastic, if strange-looking, construct creature. It has okay. six legs. Okay. It has it's a spider. Smash it. No, wait. <laughs> it has eyes. <laughs> yeah, you'll get rid of it now, and your and your thing will just And antenna. They at, gave it to me for a reason. At both ends. It it has a series of. Manipulators and measuring devices in the middle. It excitedly jumps around you and rubs on your leg. It's a portable fabricator. That's cool. You are now the owner of a sorting beast. When activated as an at, it can manipulate and hold objects up to 30 pounds in weight. When activated as an action, the sorting beast sets about collecting and sorting loose valuable items within 100 feet. It sorts gold, silver, and copper pieces in neat stacks of ten. For material goods such as precious stones, the sorting beast can appraise value by weight and quality before sorting the goods appropriately and printing the result on a fine paper strip. The sorting beast continues sorting until finished or deactivated as an action. Additionally, and the reason that you know why all of your stuff is... The Sorting Beast can cast Identify with no material components on one object you designate each day. Nice. Wow. Don't need me no more. <laughs> yes, because it's the only thing that you so, were good for. So just, just for a visual again, so this is kind of like a cootie with antennas on both ends. Yes. And It's, it, it's a cat-dog cootie with six legs. Okay. Well, cooties have six legs, so. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That its its sole purpose is to sort things and count things. God. And it's happy to see you. You have a tiny happy accountant. But. <laughs> I. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pick it up gingerly. Oh, how how big is it? <sighs> yeah, how big? 
Like phone it, size? It, Would that be kind of? It, it's, we'll go 30. it's small dog sized. You have a Monty. Pick it. Yeah. Yeah, that's yes. kind of what I'm thinking. Yep. Okay, so I have a Monty size thing. Okay. But it's a bug. But it's a bug. Um. Still need no, to take care is of it, it Is you? it an organic creature? No. no, it is a construct. It is a construct. Okay. Just, be, just because the name makes it sound like... Oh, wait a minute. I'm, I'm little, so this would be... Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. It's about half the size of you. Yes. <laughs> I'll go for the name. I have received the coordinates for our next jump. Okay. We, sh- we should probably prepare when you are prepared. And they will be prepared during the next session. For more information on the Dark Matter setting, the game that we have been playing, visit magehandpress.com and check out the good folks at the Middle Finger Vecna. The sound effects for this evening's session have been provided by tabletopaudio.com. This adventure and all of the fantastic adventures that you see uh, on this particular Twitch channel are available and provided by the good folks at 8-Bit Adventures, which you can find out more about at 8-BitAdventures.com. In order to create a television program of your own, another video program, or something like that, or a radio program, because we do that too, check out Pittsfield Community Television. More information about them can be found at PittsfieldTV.org. For the fine crew of the Hammer's Fate, I am your Galaxy Master, Matthew Tucker, saying have a fantastic two weeks, and we will see you during our next session. Take care. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. Stay safe out there, boyos. I shall believe in the heart of the cards now. (laughs) (laughs) And it will allow me to get anywhere. You're listening to the 8-Bit Adventures Network. Get more shows like this at 8bitadventures.com.